Stand by for action. Everybody, welcome back to the Punk Side Dad Podcast. Neil, I swear it seems like we just did this, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yes. It seems like not even an hour ago because it wasn't. <laughs> Neil and I, Neil and I, sacrificing all of our quality family time to bring you the listener nonstop entertainment. Yeah, and I the mean, baby is crying again. Only when we start does the baby cry. I can hear. Her. Oh boy. So uh, well, I hope uh, I hope your wife's down there or something. It's not, you're not just is. leaving the baby crying, are you? She is. Uh, the baby. Can, I, I can hold the baby for like three to five minutes, and she's happy, and then she starts screaming in my face. Hmm. That's and my funny. wife can always get her to calm down. So is that your baby? No, no, it's my grandbaby, actually. <laughs> okay. Dude, if that was my baby, I'd kill myself. Yeah. Just because the thought of having starting over at baby. this point. What's that? <laughs> You're not thinking about the baby? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, see, yeah, so, yeah, my dad killed himself because I was crying. Well, my... <laughs> just my... Um, my oldest son is married. Lives right here in town with me. I'm on the west, you know, west side. Uh, I'm actually west of Grand Rapids, like between okay. Grand Rapids and the beach. And uh, yeah, and but they're out at a Fourth of July party, like young people tend to do, out having fun. And so we're uh, yeah, babysitting, which is it's it's fine. It's not bad at all. Hey Tom, so, do you want yeah. do you want to introduce to the to the people uh, that voice they hear they don't recognize? Oh, that that disembodied. But anyway, yeah. oh, listen first. First things first, Neil. Punctalidai77 at Gmail, with all your love and hate, and of course the Punctalidai Facebook group, which is always fun. Yep, so and stickers, if you want stickers. We actually have new stickers that are bigger than the old ones. I think these, right. are, these are three and a half inch rather than the three inch that we, or two, whatever it was. That every we half have. inch every half inch counts. Yeah. That's what I hear. <laughs> so yeah, so. send us, send us uh, if, if you just send us a message with your That's address, how you got that grandson that you're going to kill yourself over. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> yes. Every, I, well, every half inch. I was going to say, yeah, maybe if I got an extra half inch, I, I don't know, maybe it would have, maybe it could have made a difference. Good could God. Have, potentially. But anyway, yeah, send us a message or, or email us, and I will send you some stickers. I still have some stamps, and we got some stickers, and uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and, it, and if you've had stickers before and you've run out and you want to put them in your local establishment, uh, ask us for more. We'll be happy to send you more, too. That's true. We like to see... I, I, uh, need, I need to get some more in Detroit. I think the only place I currently really have stickers is the Sanctuary. I would like to improve on that, so... And I'll, have funny, to, I'll, 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 I'll have to hit you up for something, because I'll, I'll take some of my work. Definitely. Yeah, definitely, man. So, okay, so... The, the voice you've been hearing that I haven't got around to fully introducing yet. Boy, he's played in a bunch of bands over the years. Our paths have crossed probably quite a few times over the years. We only met, I don't know, quite a few years ago now. But his, his name is Amato. He played with the Devious Ones, who we had Dougie on earlier. We played some Devious Ones songs. Love that band, Power Pop Band. He played with a band called The Catfish. He played with a band called The Bill Bodsman. He played with The Bumpin' Uglies. And now, one made one of my favorite records last year from Norcos E. Or Chava. Is that the semi soft H? Did I get that? You did. You get. You're spot on. Nice. Spot on. What, else, what other band what other bands am I forgetting over the years? Um I'm sorry, the, I was uh I think you pretty much got the gist of it. There was a short lived band, um uh I was some friends of mine, it was myself and uh, uh my friend Tony, uh who was in uh the Parker Kings. Uh it was okay. all Mexican dudes. We played we would play like sporadically. It was kind of like a joke band and but it got it, it kinda of took off for a little, a little bit. As Were a, you doing it was, it was, 
Go for it, go for it, dude. No, I was gonna say, were you doing like that Mexican band that does all like the old punk songs, but they like it was, like, it was like it was it was that's what I was going with. That it was a lot in the vein of Manic Hispanic. Yeah, but it was more like hardcore songs, and it was called Spick of It All. Ah, <laughs> Spick of It All. That's a great, Love it. That's a great name for yeah, band. it is. So, um, but yeah, that was that was short lived, and it was like a sporadic. Like we would get together eh, once or twice a year, usually on Cinco de Mayo. To be honest, like this is totally like you know, an offense of a shit. But uh, yeah, that was like kind of our thing, and uh, uh, you know, we we stopped playing, and then he passed away. So uh, I actually have, uh, if you see on my, on my hand, I got the sick of it all dragon with the with the with the sombrero, which is tribute to Tony, <laughs> which is tribute to Tony because uh, you know him and I would when we were when we were kids when we were uh, teenagers, um, we were like the only like Latino kids at hardcore shows, and one you know he's he said to me once he's like we should start a band called Sick of It All, and. Like 15 years later, I called him up. I was like, "Hey, what are you doing next to Mile? You want to do this?" And that kind that was kind of that. And then we did. We ended up going for like about five or six years. Uh, you know, that being said, it was just like kind of sporadic, sporadic kind of thing. That was the only other band of note that I was in. Hmm. Uh, aside from every, I think you got everything else. Other than those like five or six that I already listed. Well, it's, it's right. funny. Right? It's be funny, right? Because like you know, like the Tossers and all these bands. Like there used to be a band in Detroit called Stone Clover or something like that. It's like they pull them out of their graves once. Uh, there's was like Cinco de Mayo. I love that. They're still around. They have Stone Clover still play, and I believe they. Yeah, you usually see them around March. Yeah. I actually saw them at a. They played at a Warp tour one year, which I thought was amazing. Stone Clover. Yeah, I think it was in Weird. Chicago. Wow. But now the Tossers are from Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah, Tossers yeah. are from Chicago. Flat and Fifty. Who's that other band? The uh, and I met them, and they're all super nice dudes. They're uh. Oh, is it Flatfoot Fifty Six? Are they kind of yep. in there? Yeah, they're the big, they're, they're the big giant guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like huge. Yeah, yeah. They're they're super. Good. They're I super mean, they're, nice guys. Like, literally, too. they're like huge. I have a picture of me standing next to Toby, the main guy, and he looks like he could just pick me up and cradle me. <laughs> and I'm yeah, not a small not, person. You're not, and you're not a small guy. I am not. I'm not <laughs> a small guy. <laughs> like, that's, for you to say that, that's uh, yeah, that's saying something. So, and so like, no, go ahead. We played uh, Bondsman. I played a show with them. We I had known those like I'd run into those dudes because I work up at, I work at Majestic. I work at the Majestic yep. Club, yep. and I I DJed there regularly for years. So we would always have shows, and afterwards bands would come down and bowl, and I got you know got to know some. And there was a lot. And, and at, at this time, like that band was coming through all the time. They were either yeah. on tours or just you know I mean Detroit is Chicago are not that far from each other, so they would they, you know they would come through. So I got to know them a little bit. But I didn't realize that there's like some. Uh, like uh, like some low key like Christian element to them. Yeah, yeah, they were they were they were all sons of a minister, I think. So because be, because uh, years later, the uh, Bill Bondsman, uh, as a favor, uh, because uh, Bill Bondsman and and, and Flat Fifty Six like like sonically are like night and day. There was nothing, yeah, you know, yeah, you guys are very, very, very yeah. little in common. Um, you know, this Bondsman were you know kind of like you know I don't know, again like post punk hardcore kind of thing. Yeah, right? post punk killing joke meets like poison idea meets Oh nice. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, they were you know, in that in that oak. Um but but yeah, so but, but we did we did, we played with them as a favorite and because I knew those guys and they brought this crowd that I'd never seen at any other shows before or since. And it was this, this weird like like I, I you know, I and it's don't I don't I don't mean it in any sort of disparaging way. It was like a Christian <laughs> rock, like a Christian rock crowd. Oh wow. Too That's weird. Too wholesome for what you're used to. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, I was, I was devoted. Like, and then, and then, I, and then, someone hit me to it. It was like, I was like, oh, okay, okay. It's funny. You know, 
they have that crowd in here in Grand Rapids too. They have a weird crowd that shows up. It's a lot of young families and stuff. Like yes, I think yes. they're associated with. I think there's actually a church here in Grand Rapids that they have a real heavy association with. See, that's were, that's but their that's message, so weird. Their message were, is their message is there. not over the top at all. It's no, very. No, no, no. I guess if, they're if, not if you, preaching. Yeah, if you play if you play me their stuff, and, and actually I went after that happened, I went and listened to their stuff, and um, I didn't really catch anything overtly like you know. You know, God Rock or anything like that. It wasn't like you know, striper with flat caps or anything. <laughs> See, that's striper, so, with, striper that, with boots. That's so weird yeah. though, because when they play Chicago at some of their, uh, you know, some Patty's Day uh, gigs or whatever, you don't see any of that. It's all just drunk like dudes in fucking punk, green like a street punk crowd. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, it's like it's like green green hockey jerseys, and they all want to fight. <laughs> that's, yeah, that, that's 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 it's uh, fascinating, I guess. Fascinating. I mean, I got, I got, you know, I got no ill will towards it, but it's, yeah, it's. At first, it was like a little, I don't know. I guess maybe a little off-putting, but. but <laughs> no, they're good dudes. Yeah, they're real whatever, good dudes. man. Yeah, you know, you know, and they're nice dudes. Like, whatever, you do, you do your thing, man. So, for those that, so for those that don't know, um, you are based in the D- Detroit area, right? So you're not yeah, that far I'm, from I'm, Tom. I'm, I mean, I claim Detroit. I live, I live uh, just south of the city. I live on an area called Down River. Um, which is actually, so excuse me. Uh, I live in Allen Park, which is actually uh, about ten minutes south of the city, right next to Lincoln Park, which is where the uh, the MC5 formed. Where oh they wow! Were okay. From. Actually, a little uh, little tidbit on Allen Park, where I live. I live I live uh, two blocks uh, away from where uh, Larry Livermore grew up. From uh, oh, that's right. He was from Detroit originally. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And the reason I know this is because um, when I was a kid, I used to order Lookout Records mail order. And he sent me he he sent me a note telling me because he he recognized the address and he was he was you know, uh, packing the records and everything and recognized the address and told me that hey I grew up two blocks away from where you live. That's funny. And, yeah, yeah. I'm trying I to guess. think what what down river like what to compare down river to Neil because it's definitely considered. I don't know. It's like I don't know the Chicago suburb that would be a good comparison. Is it rich it's, or not so rich? No, 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 not rich at all. No, it's okay. like work. Class. More like hillbilly. It'll like be a like, little bit hillbilly. Class, it'll, hillbilly. It'll yeah. be like it'll be like Berwyn then. I was gonna say like Lombard or something. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Lombard's pretty out there. But what, what I know about Berwyn, do you not? I don't think you're that far off. I think that's I think that's pretty uh yeah. pretty first. Yeah. Um. So hey, the other thing I was gonna ask you. So. You you seem to use a couple different last names. Is one of those like your punk name and one your given name, or is it like a like a Mexican thing where you have like seventeen last names? <laughs> I can tell you my full last name if you want, but I don't I don't know how long the podcast has to be. <laughs> that's as long as we want it to be. But that's all right. No, I was just curious because so, I know you. So 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 the, the name I usually use, like I guess my stage name, if you will, Movado. Uh, this comes from uh, uh from the Bumpin' Uglies. So okay. um, Josh, uh, the drummer. He was really into for a while. He's really into buying bootleg watches. He'd buy bootleg like like Rolexes and bootleg like from <laughs> gas stations. Oh, Movado, had, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had, yeah, he had. A, that's a, that's what you get. It's down river, Neil. That's what you yeah, get. I guess. <laughs> no, no, those guys were East Side dudes, and that's a whole different. That's a. Whole ah. different. Um, but uh, so so he would uh so he would buy these Movado watches and and decided to call himself Josh Movado. <laughs> And I was like, well, shit, dude, because it rhymed. I was like, I'm going to be a mono movado. Mono movado. I love it. And I, furthermore, I'm going to claim to be your twin brother. Now, if you ever seen what he looks like and what I look like, it's <laughs> night and day. He, I'm like, you know, a regular-sized brown guy. He's a big, white, pasty dude. Kind of looked like the kingpin from uh, 
from from the from the Marvel comics. Ah, you wear a white Not suit. Not so much anymore, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, back then. So it was, but it would be funny because some people would just buy into it and, and think that we were really brothers. Either that, um, or they were afraid to like question it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because you know, you, you know, we, that, that whole band was uh, had a, a pro wrestling theme, and those guys like jo- Josh Movado. He's he did to this day. He's he wrestles like the indie circuit as the mysterious Movado. Oh, was wow. that right? Yeah, he's made himself a little bit of a like a little bit of a name for himself. He like uh, he's shown up like on like like uh, AEW like their their uh their their not their not their main show but the one that they show on YouTube Dark. Yeah, yeah, he's I know that on, one. Yeah, on Dark. Huh. Um, he's been in Mexico. He's he's done a lot of he's he's done he's done pretty good for himself. But uh, it's as fun. the mysterious Movado. It's funny, right? Because you guys were the bumping uglies out of Detroit, and yeah. there's a band now. I think is, I know a, where this is, going. is it a ska band? There's a there's Something a different like bumping uglies that's playing right now. Truth oh, hippie Scott! Boy, my two favorite things: Neil Scott and hippie. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound yeah, like a good mix, yeah. does it? Yeah. <laughs> I feel I feel like that band exists for like whatever past like wrongs I did. <laughs> <laughs> Karma. Yeah, yeah, something. It's funny though, but, but uh, and and there's all there's been other ones around. Like there's been there was there was ones. I have a forty five. A friend of mine sent me from some band from Seattle from the early early nineties called Bumpin' Uglies. Different, slightly different spelling. They all have slightly different spellings. It's not a, it's not the most clever of names, um, but there was a, there was one of them uh, years ago that we had gotten an email from their manager, and their manager was saying that people were flooding their message board like people that were, like like our like fans of, of of my band and just talking shit and shitting on this bump and uglies. Ah, I gotcha. And That's they wanted nice. to like they wanted to figure out a way to settle it. They wanted to have like a. I think he kept saying all this weird stuff like he wanted to buy the name. No, no he didn't want to buy the name. He wanted us to surrender it or some stuff. And then he wasn't like, he's like, let's do this thing where we get the whatever the most fans or whatever, you know, just to keep the name. And we came back with like, how about this? Like, like how about if you guys come to town and we come to your town, we'll fight and wrestle. The winner, wrestle the, winner gets, the winner gets to keep the, the band name. The loser has to be a tribute band to the winning band. Ah, there you go. <laughs> and, we, and we never heard from them again. Now that's submission, right, Neil? Yeah. If you lose, you have to be a bit. Yeah, no doubt, dude. dude I'm, I'm, I'm just I looking on Discord. I, I haven't picked out. I haven't picked out a name for the for them. Like I was going to call tell them, you guys can be called Gar- Getting Horizontal, a tribute to the Bump and Ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you guys made it. You guys made at least a seven inch, right? Did you make a full length? Who's that? Bump and Uglies? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Um, there's three seven inches. Um, there's two uh, albums like the, uh, on CD. Mm. Uh, there is a we were on a seven inch tr- tribute a tribute to the dwarves that came out in like the late nineties maybe yeah late nineties. Mm. Um, there's a seven inch comp. Uh, do you remember a magazine called Carbon Fourteen? Oh yeah yeah. They used to put a yeah they put a seven inch with their and then yeah, after a while they started doing those. CDs. Yeah, run one of those. Um, that their their uh their label their uh they had a label called Steel Cage. Okay. Uh, they put out the second Bump and Ugly's album. It was uh, mm. called uh it's called So Powerful So Beautiful. Um, that was maybe two thousand and two or three. And they just kind of it started to fizzled out. Bubba and Josh started wrestling in earnest. Like they were actually starting to work the circuit. At the same time, Rob, uh, the bass player, myself. Had already started Bill Bondsman, and it just kind of like it kind of drifted off, and it it, it was like a, it was a scenario where we would get together every maybe once a year or something and, and play a show in Detroit, which we you know we had a pretty we had a pretty strong following. Uh, to this day, we still have a pretty good uh 
good following. I think the last time we played a show, we pretty much like we played a sanctuary and, and, and more or less sold it out. So mm. for a local band with no like you know real outside of like you know that were that were that were pretty you know popular pre like you know social media internet it was you know I feel that's pretty uh pretty good. Was that was that the old sanctuary or the new sanctuary? The uh, new sanctuary, the one that the old the, the one that used to be paychecks. Oh, the Hamtramck one. Okay. Yeah. Dude, there are so, so, there's so there's so many bands called Bumpin' Uglies. It's ridiculous. Yeah. There is, there is, and and and, and that's always my. And I, I, whenever I see, because that 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 Bumpin' Uglies that, that you guys are talking about that is making the rounds, they come through a couple times, well, once once or twice a year. And when I see it, I like especially if I see it like on you know say Facebook or what have you, I'll preemptively say before you guys start flooding our shit, like we're flooding my stuff, like that ain't us. You know, that's that's you know that's that you know that's that's the other one. You guys should know by now. Like, I wonder if we could find a. Is there? See, we should play one of the. We should now. We talk so much bump and uglies. You almost should play a bump and ugly song. I think you like these guys, Neil. Red is a wrestling theme, fun band. Now, the one thing I can't find, I think, is his bump and uglies. Unless I'm looking in the wrong <laughs> in the wrong. Um, I keep coming up with this reggae rock band who have so, so, albums. So, so, so the way the way it is spelled is B U M P dash N dash U G L E. U G L I E S. Oh wow! Yeah. So it's yeah, it's dashes. Oh, well, uh, do you have an album called "The Find the Things in Life"? That is, yeah, that's the first album. That's okay. So that's you guys. Okay, bump and uglies. Okay, yeah. here we go. And there's a picture of you and all. Look at this. There's a painting. There should be. I think there's a painting on the cover. No, there's actually a fo- on the on the Discogs page. There's actually a photograph. Of, actually, two photographs of you guys. Is that like? Is it, am I wearing a leopard coat? Yes, you. Oh, well, that's you. <laughs> You're the manager, I assume. Is that right? Gross. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. I guess in the, in the in the wrestling scenario, I think I was the manager. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Rock and wrestling. We should pull a track off that. What? Uh, what if we could pull it? Those, those on those on YouTube. There's out there floating around. Um, yeah, there's there's out there. If not, I can probably. If, if you want to hit me up later, I can probably. Uh, what would be well, a good you, one? What would be a good you, one for us to play? Wanna, which would be good to play? And we'll throw Jeez, it. Out. Good question, man. I, it's been so long since I've listened to it. Uh, I can't remember what's on that that particular album. Well, uh, it doesn't have to be that one. It could be anything. As long as you can send it to me, it's all good. Okay. Well, let me let me let me look around. If, if anything, I can. If if I don't. If I if if I can either send a link or what have you or. Uh, yep. Or something, yeah. All right. Yeah, well, I, well, I'll tell you what, everybody. We're gonna play. This is gonna be the bumping ugly. This is gonna be a surprise bumping ugly. Song. Yeah, we don't know what it is, but just listen to it and enjoy it. Thank you very much. Coming up my face But I turned about it I 
right, that was the bump and uglies with uh, uglies. with surprise yes. surprise surprise song here. Um, Tom, did you ever see him? I never did. No, because it sounds funny. Because the, the the description on Discogs. I know, play, I know they play Grand Rapids too. I just, yeah, we I don't played, know why I we played about I think three or four times, three or four times during our during our like initial run. Because it says it says halfway through the set they would be attacked by random assailants and have to defend themselves through a series of suplexes, yeah. chair shots, and power bombs through tables. That sounds yeah, like hell. Did, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think the times we played there. I remember playing. There was, I mean, there's. Uh, I know early on we played some warehouse with the casualties. This would have been maybe '97 or so. Hmm. Uh, then we played like some tattoo shop and some. Some kids brought expired sandwiches from their with their gas station job <laughs> and turned into a food fight. And then we played some uh, coffee house, uh, Ar- Arco Iris or something like that. Wow, man, I was I'm feeling. Now, I remember we put someone through a table at that one. Wow, because we used huh. to travel. We used to bring like we used to bring banquet tables. Mm-hmm. And, and and it was basically like like if 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 like the way I describe it to some people is if, if like you know. Sloppy seconds and anti scene put a band together where they were just like brutal and shit, but still poppy. <laughs> that was kind. Of, that was kind of us in a nutshell. Wow, cool. Like sonically, at least you know. This has been a motto from Bumpin' Uglies. Never even we haven't even begun to touch on this new band yet, and it might be hours before we get there. That's all right. Yeah, it's funny. It's well, funny you talk hours if I if I include my full name. Well, it's funny if you talk <laughs> about the theatrical stuff. Because what well, the other thing I know is Amato's one of the few people Neil who can talk faster than me. Yeah, he does. Like he, he like he's he can he can usually you and I like I usually step it on you. But what I was going to say was the first band I saw of his was the Catfish, which were great, just Detroit, pretty much just straight up punk. Or were you guys like more like almost like a skinhead punk band? Well, it was like we we kind of kind of had that little bit of that vibe, but it was like a. Yeah, it was more straight up punk. I mean, it wasn't like we were like you know flying that flag or anything, or you know. I just remember the singer was like a crop, real crop. Yeah, short yeah. crops. Skateboarder who like dug that vibe and everything, and like we all were. That's all the shit we listened to was like you know we listened to like you know all the English oi and stuff, and at the same time we listened to like fucking doggy style and Doctor No and uh, yeah, uh, yeah, West Coast stuff. Yeah. Doggy, so, Doggy, so, Doggy Style was a weird one because they had that great first album and then the band split in two, and yeah. they went in a completely different direction. Right? That was a that was I a weird love, one. I love I love Doggy Style too. Yeah. The one with the fake like, Led Zeppelin cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that album. Yeah. I but, love, so, but, I, I, and that's a band. I, that's a band I own every album of theirs, but I can't really say I've listened to any of them in years. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Used to be pen pals of mine actually back in the day. This is oh, in the, that's just in the I, mid I, mid eighties. I have a friend who's obs- who's obsessed. He's he's obsessed with doggy style. Like he's uh he made basically like he pen paled his way to, to being friends with with Brad X. Like I think to this day he uh he's still like in contact with him. <laughs> and like every once in a while he will he'll hit me up and be like uh I mean I don't think it's, it's been some years because I don't think that band is active anymore. But he would ask me like how much would it cost you know how. How much you know? Do you think you can get for doggy style? Like you know, if, if I were to book doggy style in Detroit, and I just feel like you know, I gotta be honest with you, man. Like you know, eighty people not, show up, maybe not a whole lot. Like you'll you'll show up, like <laughs> yeah. Like, like maybe two of the catfish will show up, and that's it. But, well, so it's funny because like I said, I, I saw catfish play in a, ba- a venue in downtown GR. 
I think at the time, like I said, I think it was called The Basement, but it went through a few different names. But it was that show you guys play with Chinese millionaires and the Slavs. I think it was that show, at least. The Crafts. And okay, see, I'm sure the Crafts played all the. Yeah, they, they yeah, played yeah. all those shows, right? That was that was our that was our guy. Todd was our guy. In, in, yeah, in yeah. Todd, to this day, I mean, Todd's my guy, but that, that was our guy. In, yeah, uh, Todd's, Todd's still an awesome dude. Yes. Um, Todd was when I was, Todd was only a year older than me, but when we were trying to get our band, uh, you know, trying to get our bands going. We were suburbanites, you know, we weren't from the city, and a lot of the city kids didn't want anything to do with us, but Todd was definitely one of the first guys who would book us, and, and uh, you know, we played a, yeah, we played a good, 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 open, open-hearted open guy. Like, yeah, we played a ton of shows with the Crabs over the years, a lot. I mean, it was only a few years, but, but I was going to say, what I remember about that show was, you guys did a song, Neil, it was called something like Cream Pie Drive-By or something like that, yes. and they had a bunch of, like, either whipped cream pies or shaving oh, cream yeah, pies. Right. And they just started throwing them in the front of the stage. It was so great. <laughs> it really stuck with me. It was just so much fun. You know, lots, we of, lots of gimmicks for you guys. Huh? I mean, I was dude. I was probably twenty-one or twenty-two years old. It was a BYOB venue. I probably had a sack of forty ounces. You know, <laughs> but it, uh, it's yeah, the time. Probably, we probably stopped at like a Super K on route and uh, bought, bought, some, bought yeah, bought some uh, some some pies and <laughs> it was a good time. Bigger, because every you know back then it was like you know we're kids and we're like you know fuck we're never gonna play here again like you know like you know there's let no, it all hang out right yeah let it all hang out just go for it that's uh, we did that at some show uh, when we did our tape release we did that as a show and some kid jumped the counter at it was a coffee house in Detroit some kid jumped the counter and grabbed all their desserts and started just throw, throwing shit <laughs> and then and then and then you lost money that show I, yeah, there was no money they made to begin with. <laughs> but uh, and then to top that off, somebody, uh, somebody, uh, and, and we got blamed for it, and we got us banned from this place. Somebody <laughs> banned from the pastry shop, Neil. <laughs> banned from it was a coffee shop. It was a place called Pharaohs. Someone, someone uh, went in the bathroom and wrote with shit on the wall. Wrote the word "oi." <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what? It's probably best that you guys were banned from that place, huh? <laughs> but, no, they did a lot of great shows there, though. That was, that was, that was I don't remember that. I don't remember that at all. But it was a short-lived, a short-lived place in Westland. It was just outside of Detroit. So we only went. You know, it's one of those things. So I grew up in the Grand Rapids area. It was a two and a half, three-hour drive over. So we kind of only went over for bigger shows. You know, it wasn't well, we, yeah. we didn't we didn't know the local like local scene too much. Um, and that was, the, I mean, that's the thing. That was because that was there. In, that was in the uh, in, in Westland, like a West Side. So a lot of the suburban kids. Uh, you know that was the place to go. Like you, you didn't even really have to like be way into the band. It was just the place where you went. It was five bucks for a show. A lot of bands. Sure. That's a lot of cool bands that came through there. I said like Submachine played there. Uh, trying to think some of the other ones. Like there was a lot of hardcore shows. Uh, just go to you go to a record shop and you'd see the flyer on the wall and you'd be like, hey, yeah, there's yeah, a show. Yeah. You just go. Yeah. Definitely. So which which are you talking about? Catfish right now? This is a catfish. Yeah. This, this okay. Is a catfish. Uh, should we play? Was, uh, should we play a catfish song? You know what? It, I, yeah, definitely. want to play. It's funny because I looked for some stuff for them later, and that's another one of those. There's a bunch of different cat. Uh, as far as I can tell, Amato only picks. Fa- I would say Amato only picks band names that there's at least 500 other <laughs> bands with the same name. As far as <laughs> you, I can you, tell. You, do you want to know the story behind that band name? Sure. Okay. Do you uh, Do you guys? You remember uh, Andrew Dice Clay? Yes. Yeah. Remember the album "The Day the Laughter Died." I don't know that I know his album it's specifically. Album. It's, it's basically him at the height of his of his of his of his fame, stopping in at a comedy club and doing a set and bombing. Hmm. Ah, 
and he does he does he he, he starts he runs he starts riffing about something that starts riffing about being a catfish and he's like that's a catfish my whole routine and that's we just took that and went to, to, to that was that was we got our band name from from andrew dice clay well i was i when i went look for you later and i finally figured out which it was on discogs I was sad to see that you only ever did a tape. I thought maybe there was a seven inch. Don't so supposed to, but it, uh, it, it it never it never materialized. There there's like four songs out there that were supposed to be for us a, a, a seven inch that were never released. Well, one of these Detroit retro labels that's been putting out all this old Detroit stuff, maybe you should pick that up. Well, they need to, they need yeah. I mean, I I would have to track down the tapes and the person who uh the person who had the tapes uh, is no longer with us, so. It, it would be a it would be somewhat of a to do, <laughs> so it's okay. Well, so it's just a dream. All right. Well, I'll tell Where you what. I... Let's listen to this song. What what song? What was the song? Let's skate. Let's let's skate. All right. This okay. is this is the cat. Is it the catfish Sounds, or just catfish? The catfish. Yes. The catfish. Sounds pretty self-explanatory, Neil. Let's yep. skate. Let's skate. Was the catfish from what, what? When is that? Like mid nineties or something? Yeah, mid nineties. Ninety five or ninety six. Ninety five, ninety six. But let's let's skate. So, yes. so I'm, I'd be remiss if I didn't, because obviously we, we want to get to the North Coast your Java stuff coming up here. But so you you mentioned earlier that you work at the Majestic, which Correct. I wanted to, I want to explain to Neil. This is a great. It's in Midtown Detroit, which is not exactly the cool place in Detroit. No, is this but, the place that you've told us before? It's haunted. 
Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, no, it might so, so apparently, it's a cool place. I'll let him explain it. He can do better than I do, but it's a yeah, great, great legend, venue. According to legend, this is a, one of the last places that Harry Houdini performed at. Okay. What's that right? So, um, it's, it's been disputed. Um, it's, I, I can't tell you either way because there's nobody in my, in my, in my, in my building knows for sure, but. They they claim that was the last place he performed at before he he went to the hospital and died. Hmm. Oh, did he die in Detroit? I don't think he died in Detroit. I think he made it to wherever where he was going going to next. Uh. And, but but and there's there there yeah there's claims that the theater is haunted. Um, I'm not gonna lie, dude. I've heard weird weird sounds at he, night. He died in Michigan. He died in Detroit. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. So, so I mean, there there I've, heard, I've there's weird like noises and stuff because I, I you know i close up and stuff so i hear i've hear i've heard stuff over the years but i also just you know know there's you know it's an old building old creeks and rodents or what have you so um yeah well, i mean you know take, it's that, a, take that for what take that for it, you know what you will it's a massive complex neil it's got a i mean what's the theater hold a couple thousand the, three, the theater, three thousand the four thousand uh, theater caps no it caps out at 1100 Eleven hundred, okay. Eleven hundred, yeah. At one time, because at one time there was a balcony back okay. in the Harry Houdini days, but like Houdini, it's gone. So gotcha. So yeah, it's just the floor, and and and, and so the, it holds about eleven hundred people. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, because they book some of the same stuff as like the intersection does here. Yeah, yeah. Thrash shows. Stuff. They used to at least thrash shows. So and this then, and, then, and then next door is the Magic Stick, which uh which holds about seven hundred. That was a it was a pretty big. A big venue for like uh, punk and rock. Yeah, and rock. yeah, Bouncing Souls and all that used to play up there all the time. Yeah, it was a there was... last year. Um, we actually played there. Uh, Dorcos played there with the Coffee Cats last month. Um, Upst- oh, really? That's a big group yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah it, it did like five hundred people too. Which wow. it was all locals. It was all local bands. So that was it was wild. Uh, but yeah, and then there's a bowl a bowling alley. The bowling alleys where I, is where I'm ba- is more, mostly based. I I, I bartend and then manage the bowling alley. Uh, and I also book. I also book the bands down there. So a lot of times I get bands come through that need a show, and can't necessarily get booked at any of the uh, other uh, other venues around town. You know, I can uh, you know give them you know x amount of money, get them a pizza, couple pizzas, some bowling, some beer, and especially if you're touring, like you know, say like during the middle of the week or whatever, when you know anything, if you get to get anything is is is, is you know a blessing. So yeah. So, yeah, well, and you got to see this stage, Neil. It's like right over the bowling lanes. It's, it's really something. Now, this is the one that you went to. Just you were just there, right, to see Circle Jerks and shit. Uh, no, no, well, that's Milwaukee. That was the rave. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm getting confused. But I no, but I'll swear you have, talked about that before. Is, I haven't been to the Majestic Complex. I don't even know how long it's been. It's been year. It might have been like ten years. Maybe not that long. But but I love. No, it was Black Christmas. It was the last Black Christmas, whatever year that was. Five or, five or six years ago. I've been right before. Uh, I've been twenty nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. You know, it might have been eighteen the last year I went. So it was, but like Neil, the big things that we that's where those Tesco fests were. You hear me talking about the Tesco? Yeah, fest, Tesco fest. Yeah, where oh, Tesco V had Bill his Bond. things because the Bill Bonds would play the we second the one. Oh, the first, first one. one. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that was up at, upstairs. But they added a second stage, and it was yeah. Get, yeah they used to have two stages at one time. Get pretty sweaty up there. That was a great. But anyway, it's a great. I, lo- I lost my shit at that one. <laughs> what does that like, mean? I, like your cool or your wallet? No, I lost my shit. I, I lost my. I, 
so we were we were loaded in and getting everything going backstage. And uh, you remember Gang Green were on the bill. Yep, I talked to Chris Doherty. Yep, small and small. You remember you remember Gang Green's old whole gimmick, right? What they drank? Budweiser. Budweiser. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm good. You guys are setting the table here. So <laughs> I walk in backstage, and they're they're back there. It's like them and like uh, I think like Brennan and a couple like uh, a couple other bands and. I see Chris uh, Doherty drinking a Miller Lite. Oh! <laughs> and I, I was like, "What the fuck, man!" I'm like, "I got hot." I'm like, "What the fuck, man!" I just got, I just like literally, and, and I realized I'm like, "What the?" You know, this is so fucking ridiculous. But I had to walk away. I got, I got super. I was like, "Dude, what? Fucking gangry? What the fuck, dude? Why you? What do you do?" It was like, it was like what you know that moment you discover Santa Claus isn't real. But something. It's <laughs> amazing. So from that moment on, I, I was like, "Fuck, fuck gangry!" Like. Oh, I love that band so much. I, I and he had a stroke, the, and he's re, he's recovering, man. He's they're touring Europe. I'm like, oh man, Chris. Dude, the last time I saw them, they were so bad. The so legend. Bad. He gets so he gets so drunk that he literally like couldn't. Why well, this one just had like the whole time just a trombone with a plunger the whole time just <laughs> playing? Because that's what it, that's what it sounded like in my head. Because they're just head. I, 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 I hope that they, uh, yeah, I hope he's doing better. Like it was just like did, now, now, what did you think about him at that at Tesco Fest? I actually thought they were great, but I was they were pretty good. They were pretty good. He was still upset about the whole fucking Miller Lite well, thing. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. I was. Yeah, I was <laughs> he couldn't trying, get past it. Yeah, I was trying to get over my yeah my my, my outburst and everything. Were you guys but, the very first band to play, or were we the second one? We were. We were. Um. No, there was. I'm trying to think, because we were. I mean, they had the locals first. We played right before Iron Cross. I remember oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Neil, this bill was killer, man. It was anti scene. It was Iron Cross. It was Negative Approach, Meat Men, um, Gang Green. The, the guitar player from Iron Cross, I think he's, he's since passed. Yeah, one of them I know died in a motorcycle accident. But he just because uh, he just wanted to talk to me about uh, guitar pedals because I had a whole setup. Like because I, at that point, like we were just like just going getting weird with it, and huh. he wanted to talk about pedals, and I was like. Like, I'm thinking to myself like who's this fucking Iron Cross guy like, <laughs> like you know like, this is like you know well it, it's just five years since like uh, yeah talking to me about my pedals man this is like surreal well but the funny thing is because they I think he had the same band for a long time but it was just the singer right the other guys were all considerably younger I think even yeah, though I think they were good they were yeah yeah no they were real good. They, they had a lot of great songs that Chris Five what was what was their other they had a few great songs they were a good band. EP, live for today or live today, live today. So I, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Live for today. Yeah, yeah. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, something like that. But anyway, that was a great, that was a great, great show. But anyway, I just wanted to so, yeah, so, men- uh, mention that because that before, venue before, is so great. Before uh, speak of it all, had a song had covered, uh, redid one of the, those songs. It was called Selena Died for Your Sins. <laughs> it was all about <laughs> Selena. Well, there you go. You know your audience, huh? That's, that's, Actually, that's your audience was your audience was probably all middle-aged white kids, right? Oh, probably, and our family. <laughs> it's a punk, yeah. punk show after all. <laughs> all right, so I'll tell you what. Let's let's play another song, and then let's talk a little bit about about Norcos. Maybe the devious ones. I don't know. We'll talk about whatever we want. But let's play another song. All right. What uh, What's next, Neil? What's next on the list? Well, um, there's a. Uh... He has one from a band called Macho and one from a band called The Slow Death. I I don't know either of these two bands. No, those aren't those aren't his bands. I think he's being too generous with his time. I think we should maybe play a maybe we'll play a Bill Bosman song. Why don't we play a Bill Bosman song, Amato? We, 
we can still get to your other. No, I, I would. I, I would be remiss if you didn't get those other those other two in there, though. No, no, we'll get them in, and we'll understand. We'll and we'll get a full explanation as to why you're being so generous with your songs that you're allowed to play. But that's all right. Let's put. What's a good Bill Bobbins song to stick in there? Um, let me think. What, let me think. What's available? Because I I would have to send you a link. Um, let me go on. Let me let me look real real quick. But Neil, should we do it again? Another mystery song. This time from Bill Bondsman. See, it sounds like you're saying Bill Bondsman. Like, is it it's like his Bill, name is like Bill? The name Bill. Yeah, oh, it is. B-I-L-L, and then Bondsman. Yes. Oh, so it's not Bale Bondsman. It's Bill no, Bondsman. It's, it's, it's kind of a play on words. So the Bill Bondsman. Bill, Bill Bonds was a uh, uh, famous, infamous uh, newscaster in Detroit. Um, oh, was that right? I didn't know yeah, that. Okay. Bill Bonds was, was was in the seventies and eighties. He was a uh, he was pretty well known just for being like super salty on it he was kind of like the prototype for like uh like like uh, ron burgundy like 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 that whole ron burgundy kind of deal was loosely like loosely based on bill bonds and other uh other uh like 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 uh anchorman from that era from, like the 70s where they would just be shit they would be just shit house on the air and at some point yeah <laughs> if you go look up bill bonds do yourself a favor and look up bill bonds on youtube like there's, there's, there's videos of his rants. They are fucking gold. Old Detroit. Old Detroit, man. See? Yeah. How about, how about Unheard? Is that a good yes, one? Yes, do that one. That's, yeah. All right. Neil, this is Bill Bondsman. Unheard. Bill bon- Bill Bondsman, not Bale Bondsman. Bill, Bill Bondsman, B-I-L-O. With the song Unheard, which is, is that, a, I'm looking at this, you have a bunch of seven inches, don't you? Yeah, they got a pretty good disguise. Yeah, yeah, we had a pretty, pretty, yeah, we had a pretty long run, too. Pretty okay. Long. Yeah, we had an like, EP that was oh, called... So- oh, 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 uh, 2017, I think it was our run, huh. when we were active, and we did... They had an EP called, like, Young, Loud, and Shoddy, or something, that I was, yep. was kind of funny. Young, Loud, and Shoddy, um... Until the razor cuts is the name of the uh, 
the last album that that, that, that song is on. Yep, you sent me a copy of that. Obviously, yes. obviously a, a Buzzcocks reference. Yeah, I was going to say it's a Buzzcocks reference right there. Yeah, yeah. from Love You yeah. More. Yeah, it's funny because I remember what, I remember seeing you guys live and thinking, man, that was really abrasive, like really in your face. And then listen to the record. It was a little, you know, you definitely could pick up the melody and stuff like that that I didn't necessarily get live. Yeah. Yeah. Or it was just I, more I, aggression. I feel, I feel we were like a headphones band. No, oh, there you headphones go. Headphones band. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, never mind. So, so, so you got sick of playing the heavy stuff and then you want to do some power pop stuff or what? Because well, I, well, so I think so, Devious okay. Ones kind of leads right to where you are now, right? Because I think yeah, that's, so, there's so kind of a transition. Fun, and it always it always seemed like the one one band would morph into, like, would, would I would do another band. And while I was doing the, the previous band, and then it would just kind of want the as 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 the one band's winding down, we doing the other one. I always st- it's, I it's like the guy. It's like the guy who has to be cheating on his partner with the next partner. Like you always have your next yeah, like yeah, girl. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah Neil would Neil would have no idea. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But I would always at least have one 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 bandmate from the previous band along. So oh, I got you. I got you. So who from the who from the Bill Bonds was in Devious ones then? Uh, Daniel, who was the drummer, the last drummer of this. He's the drummer who was on uh, who's on the uh, on, on the on that album on, on, until the okay. reason. He came okay. along and played bass, and in, in, in uh, he was the first bass player of Devious ones. Oh, with the mustache. No, he's done. No, he. You never met him. He was uh, he he didn't stick around. He stuck around for maybe a year or so. Oh, okay. And then uh, the guy with the mustache, mustache Scott. Who was in a bunch of bands? Uh, he played in a uh, he played in a Detroit band called Beer Whores. He played in a uh, the Mog stunt team was in Detroit. He played in the Chinese Dragons. Uh, oh, with Didi. Uh, yeah, with Didi. Yeah. Oh, with Didi. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. That's cool. Wow, that yeah. gives you instant credibility, doesn't it? So yeah, he had tons of Didi story. We don't. He, yeah, so a lot of funny ones. But uh, <laughs> I believe so, it. So. So and I I, I originally start, started like when when, when I, we were doing devious ones it was kind of like I wanted to play because I was, I was always into that that style of music even even you know since I was a kid like they were like power pop you know I don't know yeah, if you heard melodic, them. Melodic. but they were really they're really good I, th- I actually think you'd like them Neil a lot they remind you like a like a, I don't know just like the classic power pop real good all right so that and I always I, and I, anytime I ask, anyone asks me is like, I always I always say it's like you know that was kind of like you know like a, like a, Love letter, you know, like a love letter to all that, all that, all, all that whole era, and and that's that that style of music. Um, I mean, like what, like Nick Lowe? I mean, what's your what specifically? Yeah, what were some like, of the influences? Uh, you know, like the Boys, Buzzcocks. Oh, okay, uh, great, yeah, yeah. Protax. Um, hmm. uh, I'm trying to think of stuff like even like you know like like some of the more popular like uh, California stuff like Simple Tones and. Um, yeah, but you just mentioned Nick Lowe. I love Nick Lowe. I love Elvis Costello. Um, Early Elvis Costello, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I, this year's model is one of my favorite albums. Yep. Like that. Like I would love to take a bump or whatever that drummer was snorting because because that, <laughs> that shit is out of control. But uh, yeah, yeah. Like all that, all that, all that stuff was so uh, like all the stiff stiff records, all the uh, Chiswick, Chiswick record stuff. Yep. Like we actually the, 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 we we did a tape. Uh, Devious was did a tape where we covered the rings. Uh, we did uh, we did I want to be free. Like mm. that was like that was like all like that was all that was all the stuff we were into. Like, uh, um, well, yeah. And I'm assuming this second album 
was uh, was a was a piss take on the on the boys playing field nights, right? Yes, it, yeah. it, it totally was. It, oh, yeah. see, see, that goes right that goes right over my head. I wouldn't. I never got that. <laughs> Plainview, Plainview is a street in Detroit where a lot of a lot of uh, my friends lived, and that's where we all hung out. And yeah, and, and you know, even there's you know there's a live remember those Plainview nights. It's a totally layout. Remember those Brickfield nights. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Well, so are we so gonna play? The, are we gonna play a song yeah, by those guys too? We're just gonna play so many songs, Neil. We're gonna play yeah, so we many are. songs, but who cares, right? Yeah, it's our show. <laughs> we don't exactly. have anyone to we please but us. Yes. So which so which devious one song would be a good one to represent the? Yeah, it's not difficult, is it? To represent the whole band. They had a lot of songs too. They had a lot of singles. Do 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 uh do uh off the album uh do eyes off you, if you if you would be so kind. Is, okay, that's so, a good that's a good one. So this is by uh, this is by the Devious Ones. Obviously, this is off the album Plain View Nights, and this is Eyes Off You. Devious ones there with eyes off you, and I assume I might, that's. I, have, I, 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 I assume have, that's. I can't keep my eyes off you. I assume that's yes. what that is. Yes. Yeah, I might have yeah. chosen Trash Picker, but you know they're all good. That whole album is great. Okay, actually, I think I've seen that album cover somewhere. Where have I seen that? Do, do I own this? Which, which cut out? 
it's it's funny because I, I, I saw I saw it at a cutout bit at Amoeba when I was in LA last year. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yeah. I think I got everything you put out except for that last, that very last single. I think I even hit Dougie up said, "Saw me your last single, but I didn't think you had any." I think it was the last one. I, can't I might, I might have some. I'll, 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 what the I'll she's it. she's waiting for me. I I can't remember. I got a double. I actually got to get my disc That's the last release we did. Was that I just know there's one seven inch of theirs that I don't have. I also know that Dougie said you guys have a full album. Unfortunately, you're not really playing anymore, so we'll probably never hear it. But. So you basically I, you know, man, you know, it, 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 we we got a whole album worth of songs that still need to be mixed and stuff. Oh, so it's pretty raw. It's not really that close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Who knows? It, it maybe it, maybe it'll see the light of day. Maybe it won't. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah. Tom, if that if that is the single you need, for some reason I have it. <laughs> So I'll give it to you. Maybe that's I, not I, the I, one, because Dougie might have sent me a different one. I, I got to double check. I, I just, just keep keep the show rolling, Neil. Ask him how, how oh. devious the ones transformed into uh, Norcosi okay. or Child, because obviously he took at least, stole at least one guy out of that band, too. Okay. Uh, but I think that band just, guys got too busy, you just couldn't do it. Is that what kind of happened with that? Well, what I mean, what happened was like you know. Uh, well, for, let, 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 let's let's go back a little bit. Uh, twenty twenty happened, and it happened for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was I was you know at home you know as everybody was man. This is not this is not a you know sure this is not very you know I I don't want to romanticize it too much and, and, and you know because I know you know every other band dude in on the fucking planet probably was doing the same thing. But yeah. I, you know started writing songs and everything and. Started, and with the intention of just making a record and and just putting it out and just and just and just uh and just that is that and I can't play drums so at some point I asked Doug he's like hey you know you because he was you know he was he was you know chomping at the bit to do anything too sure. and so he would come over him and I would work songs out with the intention of just recording and I was gonna you know I was gonna play both guitar and bass on the actual record. But we wanted to have somebody there to like please hold, you know, so that when we play, as we're rehearsing it, we would have an idea of what it was going to sound like. So Doug had a friend, uh, a friend of ours, uh, this guy named Roman, to uh, come come over and, and, and work these songs out. And at this point, I was like, "Well, shit, this guy is really good, and this guy is really, really cool. You know, why don't one just have him on the record? Why don't we just put him on the record?" And from there. Um, came an opportunity um around it was like the summer of 2021 uh we uh they gave me the green light at work to start to start uh booking shows in the bowling alley again and i had i booked a big benefit show for a local uh a local uh local play a local collective uh called food not class which like they provide oh that's jay that jay from suicide machines real yeah he's involved and, and yeah, yeah. basically i got the suicide machines to play the garden bowl Wow, so that's uh, ridiculous, and, Neil. If you realize the logistics, yeah, the suicide machines are very popular down, obviously. Yeah, they're, they're not they're very pop- big. Yeah, they 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 they, they 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 fill up places probably three times the size of where they played that night. And at that point, I was like, "Well, shit, why don't we just like, you know, it's my show. Let's you know, we'll jump. Let, let let's op- we'll open it up and and you know, just you know, kick the tires, see what how this feels like." And it felt good. It felt good to play. We were a trio at that time, and um, it felt good. And we started playing a couple more shows and recorded an album, and and, and just kind of it kind of snowballed. And um, 
it just it, it stuff started just fizzling out with with, with devious wands, and um, it just you know that's just kind of what you know. It just it, one again one morphed into the other, I guess, and then and and which which uh, Norco's Yortana is actually the name of a devious one song. Um, mm. It's a it's a it's it's on spot. It's like a digital single. Like there's there's mm. a, there's a, there's, a, there's a, a a single called uh, Rust is imminent, and um, the B side is a song called Norco's Yortana, which is a song about being hungover. Like so so okay eat, so painkillers and drinking orchata get, to get through your day. Ah, okay, so for is. the record, okay. so so Norco's is a is a painkiller. I mean, what's it's like, the real it's like die of like it is. Okay, is that like a so is that like a Mexican name for it, or is that like the real name of it? I don't know what the actual name, but I've always known them as Norcos because all my Vicodin friends will call them Norcos. Gotcha. They weren't quite, gotcha. They weren't quite like they weren't quite. Uh, what Norcos was it oxycodone? Is that what? Is that what the? Oh yeah, it could be. What the medical name is? But that sounds um, real strong. Like the, I take it this is yeah not like terribly addictive. It's more just give you a little energy to get over your hangover. Almost yeah, yeah, like it, a caffeine. Yeah, it, 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 it ride it out, ride it, ride you out a little bit, you know, so you don't feel like you don't feel like you're totally gonna die, like maybe partially. And and so, for our, and for our white listeners, tell us what uh, horchata is. Remind horchata is. is the greatest gift that the 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 the, 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 the Raza, La Raza ever gave to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like rice milk or something. Is that horchata, it? It's rice. It's rice milk. It's like a rice milk cinnamon, like a sweet cinnamon yeah. rice milk. My friend Virginia basically put it put it uh, put it best. She says it tastes like Christmas. Yeah. Have you ever had it, Tom? I don't think I ever have. I'm not a big fan of like that. It, the thickness of it's like a nog thickness, you know. And I'm it's, not a big. If it's done right, if it's done right, it's not. It's it's no? not. Yeah, it's it, it's not watery. Don't get me wrong, but it's not. It shouldn't be super creamy. When you get when you get the right one, especially get a little get a little ice, let it settle a little bit. Oh, it's, it, it'll 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 it'll, it, it'll just a move, man. It'll do the, it'll do the job. It's funny because it just seems like if you're hungover, drinking something of the consistency of vomit seems like a bad <laughs> a bad yeah. choice. But. It's the sugar in it, man. It's the sugar that'll help you. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Well, it's funny, Neil. So you, you obviously you had a, you dated a Mexican girl for years. Did you? Was that something you drank? You guys drank? Or? It is, and they, you know what? <laughs> Susie didn't cook, but her mom did, and cooked like crazy, obviously, and and her grandma, and uh, they even they were nice enough that even used to make because I, I I don't like cilantro at all. Cilantro fucking kills me, and she, they would even make me these dishes cilantro free. They were so nice. Uh. But yeah, we did drink that. Are, are, are they did one, drink that a lot. I'm sorry, what? one of those like i am cilantro is the fucking devil cilantro is the devil and it should all be burned (laughs) it tastes like soap yeah it tastes like i'm eating this soap so wild man on my food yeah and and i can i'm like a shark i can pick out one little tiny speck my dude my wife my wife would put that shit on everything oh jesus she's white as could be it's i've you know i've grown up around it and everything but yeah it's and i never considered it to be that I guess I guess if if, if 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 it didn't have cilantro, I would I'd be none the wiser. If, but I've I've always fascinated me that you know people don't, like people who have that I guess what they say that gene there. Yep, it's a gene. It's a super like gene. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the movie They Live. I can see shit that you guys can't, and that's the devil. <laughs> so when you started doing Norcos, the band, not the. Not the drug. Did you? Um, was this like? I, I couldn't was, tell you when I started. Was this? Well, I mean, did you? Did you have an idea what you wanted to sound like, or did you? Because it's funny because I, I kind of forgot about the spick of it all thing. So I, you know, I'm listening to this. I'm going, oh, this is a guy like sort of embracing a guy who always played in punk bands, 
sort of embracing his Mexicanness. Is that just? Am I just projecting, or was that a conscious decision, or did that just come out? Because that really I, wasn't I, really honestly, a thing in your other bands, right? Honestly, like uh, when I read that, I was like, I, it was kind of a uh, so so, and and, and, I, and I feel like that was a reference to the accordion. Yeah, yeah, the accordions are very Mexican. Yeah, yeah, definitely, right? Well, just lyrically too, though. You know, what I mean, it just it has a a little <sighs> bit of a bat layer. Like, no, I, th- I think, I think, I, I feel it's maybe more subconscious than anything. Ah, gotcha. So you I'm didn't just say, you know what? I'm going to make a, ra- a punk record, but I'm going to be proudly no, Mexican. No, about I it. never did. But, but, but when once people, you know, started pointing stuff like that out, I'm like, holy shit! You know, you're right. You know, because it's that's stuff that I've listened to. That was stuff that I. That was around the house growing so up. You grew up. You grew up listening to at least a little bit of traditional, like traditional like, Mexican yeah, like, music. Yeah, Vicente Fernandez and like you know Juan Gabriel and. Yeah, I don't know the names, but I just know what it sounds like from like, like eating at a Chinese stuff, yeah. or eating at a Mexican place with the guys yeah, beating all the on stuff their. Yeah, that you ate your, ate your food to. Do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I guess you know that that kind of simple, you know, simple. Um, I guess in, in regards to the singing, like simple, um, um you know, somewhat emotive, um. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, we're, 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 yeah, I, I, I get what you, I get what you mean by that. Um, I'll but it wasn't con- it wasn't a conscious thing. If 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 you did, no, it, it, was, just, it just kind of came through. It just kind of came through. Um, it was. This is like the first time I was it, it, where it's been like a a project where it's been where it's you know for all intents and purposes it's uh it's you know it's mine it's my it's, it's mine okay it's, i got you, you. Know? creatively you you run yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, gotcha. I'm, 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 I'm at the wheel i'm not the i'm not the uh you know i'm not the lieutenant at arms or i'm not the you know the, the you know the wingman or what have you um but uh but, but uh, what what what's funny to me is you didn't did you give us a single song to play by norcross he did i, I and oh, it's he a, did okay and okay. it's not on the album it seems like well is it, it's a new single record. maybe right yeah, the new single. I gave, I give you the title track. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to get back to the uh, the uh, the accordion. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Among that first batch of songs, I think it was the second or third song that I that I that I come up with in the basement in the basement that I'm in, that I'm in right now. Uh, during you know during 2020 during you know when we we're all locked down and what have you. Uh, uh, Course against humanity. So yeah. I had written uh I had, you know, I, I wrote all these songs. I, I use the same crappy mic that uh, that, uh, that that I'm, I'm talking through, and I had <laughs> put it through my put it through my, you know, you know, I had I, I had my Garage Band amp and everything, and it was all like uh, originally stuff. I just just had for me to record to save my, you know, save my sanity. And well, yeah, there, 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 there you go. Uh, it's in the song, but yeah, uh, <laughs> but. Uh, but so so the original the line was like a synth line like just like, like a little synthesizer like like a, like a synthesizer like like a plug in or what have you okay to me it sounded like it was like you know it just sounds like like you know corny like you know like trying to be new wavy like 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 you know like like you know winking to everybody like ah oh, see how new wavy like a band like say like 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 the rentals or something like that mm. where, where it was like you know I, I didn't want it to come across so I contact I went to my friend Dave uh, my Dave my friend Dave Malars who uh, I knew played accordion. He plays guitar. He's in a. Well, he, I don't know if he's in the band anymore, but he was in a. He was in a Electric Six, and uh, I knew he played. Oh accordion. yeah, they're pretty pretty popular. And uh, I asked him, I was like, "Hey, do you think you can play an accordion to this?" And he heard. He's like, "Fuck yeah!" And, and, and knocked it out. And, like sent me sent me a, sent me a recording of it, in, like one take, and mm. and so and, and yeah, I wound up on the record. He's actually uh, he actually played the when the album came out. He, did a, he played accordion on a 
on that song, and then he played accordion in lieu of a saxophone. You'll like this, Neil. Uh, we did we do a naked ray gun cover. We do we do walking cold, and okay. uh, <laughs> he he did, he did, he did the sax part on, on accordion for that. Okay, live. excellent. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I like the whole album, and in the but that's the song that really. I played it at least once on this podcast because I think I did it at least for a year-end wrap-up or something. But I don't, but that song, that chords against humanity, I'm like, holy crap! Was that was that? Now, did you feel different about that song than the rest of them? Because it always seems like you listen to a record, there's always like one song that really jumps out of you. Does that? Did you get that when you wrote that? Where you're like, I got something here, or was it just like the rest of them to you in your head? I think I think I, when, when that one came when that one came together because that was like maybe the second or third one. Out of that batch that be, that 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 uh, became that album, I think that's when I realized it's like holy shit! Like yeah, this is a uh, wow! Like you know, I can actually write songs. Like <laughs> here it is. Like, yeah, so yeah, that was when the, the the proverbial light bulb went off and like holy shit! They, and and you know then and then the you know the wheels start turning and like you know start getting a couple more. It's like hey, I'm gonna call Dougie. See, you know, see if he can help me out with this. And, and, and Doug, yeah. he loves the book tours, and I mean, and, he's a lifer, right? I oh, mean, yeah, he's yeah, a lifer. Yeah. Yeah. When you guys keep mentioning Dougie, just let everyone know that's Dougie Tangent from the Puts. Yeah, Doug, yeah he was on a couple years ago with us. Yeah, yeah from yeah, all yeah. those other bands. He's in a million bands, right? Like yeah. any drummer who shows told, up, told, gets told, a lot told of gigs. Say, say hello to you guys, too. Cool. To, uh, yeah, so he says, he says hello. I'm trying to think if I've seen him since I saw you last, which would have been last year at Savage Mountain. Yeah, you saw yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, we did. We just saw him in Indianapolis. Yeah, so in Indiana, Indiana, yeah. Or Indiana, yeah. yeah. We saw him with the putts. That's right. That's right. Joey Ramon. Yeah, Joey Ramon. Yeah, my, my memory is so shoddy, man. I, I was uh, I was in California getting my goth on. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, you go to you went to that. Uh, what's that I went called? To cool World. Yeah. Oh, you cool did. World. How how was it, dude? How was it, dude? It was so good. Like like. Was it? It so seems so I went, big. Okay, so last year I went. I went. I went to twenty twenty two. My wife had bought tickets for 2020, and then 2020 happened, uh, and they had to reschedule and everything. And the day before she was to leave, uh, her friend, who she was supposed to go with, got sick, got an ear infection, couldn't fly, and she's flipping out. She's trying to find someone to go, and we're all, you know, of a certain age where it's not that easy to just take off and sure, and and and, and take off and jump on a plane and everything, unless you're me, yeah, you know, worse than a bowling alley, so. And so like, fuck it, I'll go, you know. I that's that's forgot, killer, I man. Forgot, I forgot how much I hate festivals. Yeah, yeah, that is I a problem. I forgot how much I hate people. <laughs> I forgot how much I hate tons of people. Lines. Yeah. It was I it was I it was it five dollar bottles it, of water, the was, whole thing. Was, right? I see bottles of water were two bucks. That was oh, nice. mind blowing. That's good. Here's that age 50, the age 50, of that crowd. They used to stay hydrated. Bucks. <laughs> but, but but yeah, bottles of water. It, but and it was I was just you know just half dehydrated, angry, uh, just kind of just. And, but then but then Bauhaus played and they were the fucking shit, dude. I yeah, I, I saw clips of that. They looked fucking fantastic oh and they played first two albums. It was oh great. Oh my god, that was so good. Like it was yeah. like like uh, so like 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 you know you 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 get this you get this build up of bands that you, you over the you know over time like. And very rarely does it live up to that expectation. Yeah, mm. but they fucking blew it away, dude. It was it, everything was right in the world for the for that. And, and they and they started like the sun was coming down as they were starting. It was like a fucking red moon and shit. It was so perfect. Anyways, this year, so I was prepared for all the other bullshit. This year, this year, uh, this year, uh, 
It was good. And, and the, the whole thing, because after last year, my wife was like, I ain't go, you, I ain't, fuck that. I ain't going back. But, <laughs> the, only thing that'll take, the only thing that'll get me to go is a fucking Susie place. Ah, there you Lobo, go. Lobo, yeah. they made out Susie. <laughs> and so we go, and, uh, it, you know, it was on a Saturday, and um, the band, uh, before Susie on the main stage, was uh, it was Iggy Pop. And on the one of the other stages was the Human League, who my wife loves. Yeah. And uh, so, so uh, we saw, we went saw. It was Billy Idol and then the Human League, like at the two side stages. Billy Idol was fucking awesome. Mm. I, I don't know if you see him, Chef's Kissing, like, uh. like Billy Billy Idol was my was my gateway into punk rock when I was a kid. Mm. I loved Billy Idol, and then I bought I bought uh, I bought that uh, Don't Stop that cassette EP yep. with the interview. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Song. Yeah. talking yeah. about the Sex Pistols and stuff. And then I started buying sex pistols, and and then that that's where that's where it jumped off. That was my jump off point. Um, well, well, point of interest, Amato. I'm gonna interrupt here one second, and I'll let you get back to it. Yes. Uh, sometime okay. before this runs will be a really lengthy interview with Derwood Andrews, the original guitar player for Generation X. We had him on uh, last week, and yep. he was oh, really, wow. really he was fucking great. Yeah. yeah, he was awesome. He was. And he told us to beware of lead singers. Yes, he did. He did say that numerous times. <laughs> but anyway, I'm sorry, Billy. Well, that was great. Let, let, well, let me let me plug in. Let me plug in the devious ones. Uh, Gen- that Generation X. That's another band that we all really lo- like. Yeah, yeah. That first album was so good, right? Yeah. Oh fuck, man. I love. I love. Dude, I fuck. I'll fuck with Billy Idol all day long, man. It's funny, you know. It's Dude, funny I'll tell you I what, though, him as a, I loved him as a kid, man. I had Rebel Yell, Whiplash Smile, and all the the first self titled and all that. And I have him on CD. I never bought the vinyl or anything. And I hadn't thought about him for years, but I really, I feel the same way. Like, I always loved Billy Idol. Like, he was a favorite. And he's just unabashed, unabashedly just fucking rock star and shit. But yeah. it's, it's endearing, dude. He's like, you know, and he was just up there just fucking. The sneer. You know, it was just different sneer, than Brian dude, Adams or something, right? I fucking would spend hours in, in front of the mirror practicing that sneer when I was ah. like, like 13, 12, 13 years old, man. <laughs> Like, you know, even though I fucking had, like, shit hair and, like, you know, was dumpy and stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was the shit, dude. But, but no, that, and, 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 and I never saw him live up, up until that point. Mm. Up, until, up until, like, a couple last a couple months ago. And, I was, and they fucking delivered. So, let me go back. But, uh, so, Human League is playing. Iggy's playing down. And then they called. Uh, then there was some lightning. And then they shut this. They oh. Shut oh, that's right. Susie didn't play. That's right. Susie didn't play. But they rescheduled it the next the next day. Okay. So Susie, it was the next day. Anyone with tickets from that that Saturday to come Sunday it was Susie, uh, Iggy played, and then Gary Newman played. And Gary Newman was the shit too. Yeah, Gary mm-hmm. Newman's Gary, great life. Yeah. And Newman, he's been out with Ministry, like, man. I really wanted to go see that, but I missed that tour. He's, he's oh my god, dude! Like like like, um, I saw him. Um, I saw him at the Magic Stick maybe about fifteen, about fifteen years ago. Hmm. Thinking like, oh, you know that fucking cars, dude. Whatever, he fucking killed. Yeah, it's great and life. Ever since, like, like all his recent stuff is solid as fuck. Hmm. And I mean, I love, you know, I love like one of another one of my favorite like records from that era is the fucking replicas, man. That record, that album is yes. shit. Yep. <clears throat> Have you ever heard the one before that? Like, is oh yeah, is, like, is when he was almost punky. It's uh, that's a great fucking stuff. album. I love that two way army stuff, dude. I yeah. have all that stuff. Yeah, I have all that stuff. Like, yeah. That's a lot of like stuff that Bondsman were listening to too. Like, was like yeah, Two Way Army and yeah, hmm. good shit. I wouldn't have necessarily picked that out, but that's okay. So how was that, that, Bombers? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah Bombers. Yeah, yeah, I got that single. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are those are good. That, was that that double single right there? Yeah, du- it yeah, it's a double single. Yeah, exactly yep. right. And I got I got I got the first press of the first album that's on blue vinyl, yeah, and it's a yeah, different cover. Like, yeah, it's worth some money that, uh, actually. That like Beggar's Banquet stuff. Or? Yeah, Beggar's Banquet. Yeah. 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 Well, look at us. Um, so how was so how was so how was Susie Sue? Susie was a fucking queen, dude. She's fucking Susie. Hmm. Like she could, she could have sounded like fucking. She could have sounded like I do right now, and I've been okay. Like, See, that's I always think, my fear with the nostalgia stuff too, right? Is that we're really incapable of being unbiased because we're just so like well, elated to be so. She wasn't. She wasn't. She didn't sound like she did. You know, in her twenties. I mean, you know, sure. Who, who does? Yeah. But she's got such that presence about her, and and, and you know, it was a big ass stage with like videos, videos of her and everything. It was fucking mesmerizing, dude. I loved it. Hmm. Did you ever see I the Banshees? It. Huh? Did you ever I see the Banshees? The okay. No, I never did. I never did. My I think they quit playing before we were old. They were. They quit playing when we you were. Fucking, so you had, fucking kiddies. I, I, <laughs> I had one or two chances to see the Banshees. I think. I think the. I think the last time they came through was when they toured for the Rapture. Uh, that album, The Rapture. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I was I was actually working college radio at that time. And I oh, were they together that late? Okay, I didn't realize. It's like ninety four, ninety five, and, and oh, okay, I, I, huh. I, it was I, it was I, pretty I, much I, a different I, band at that point. It was you know yeah. the, the drummer well, yeah, and guitarist that, were like different. That, that, that fucking first fucking grip of Banshee's albums are fucking yeah, killers, man. Mm. Yeah, I, I saw them. With that, I fuck with that all the time. To this day, I, I still listen to that shit. I think I saw them. Mm. I think I saw them three times. I think. Oh man! Yeah, going back to eighty one. I've heard you talk about bands you've seen, man, and like yeah, dude, like that's. Yeah, it's one of the advantage. It's one of the advantages. The only advantages of being old is I've seen a lot. Of, <laughs> I saw a lot of great <laughs> bands back in the day, right? But yeah, well, I'm, working, man. Own it. I'll tell you what. Let's play. So you got So the Norco Senior Child has a new single out. That's what we're. If you're pro, if you're promoting something, I mean, what we do can hardly be called promoting because we suck at promoting things. But but we, what you're trying to get the <laughs> yeah, yeah, join the club. <laughs> what you're trying to get the word out about is the new si- the new seven inch, which is called Aloha Motherfuckers. Which Aloha means hello or goodbye. What are we saying here? What's the what's the message? So so if you uh so the the the, the song is Aloha, it's the Aloha Motherfuckers is a song more or less about Detroit, more or less about ah. Detroit. Um, I use a reference uh, to uh, a mayor of Detroit from he was he's mayor for a long time. He's pretty well. Uh, he's called his name was Colvin Young. Oh yeah. He was pretty well known, famous or infamous, depends on who you yeah. talk to. Depending um, on what race you are, a lot of times too, right? Yeah, it it, it, it all depends. It's, it's yeah, it's yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of different opinions of the dude. Sure. Um, so there was an uh, interview where he, they 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 got him from. Uh, he was he was they were interviewing. He was in Hawaii when they interviewed him. When they they're getting on close to TV, and as soon as the camera comes on, he. Looks at his camera. He's like, "Aloha, motherfuckers," because he was like, he was very foul mouth too. Like, I was see, see. I wondered if that's what he was saying because he was always. It was always kind of like people would confront him about white flight, and he'd always be like, "Good riddance." And I wondered if that was like his. <laughs> uh, his like, oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was raw as fuck. Like, there's yeah. a book. There's a book. You, if you find it, it's it's super entertaining. It's called, basically called the quote the quotable Komane Young. Mm. I, I I doubt he was as good as a lot of people think he is, or as bad as a lot of people think he was. I think that's no, true. but he was a character. He probably lies somewhere he, between. Yeah, he was a character, and he was he was a you know big part of the like the, the history, at least in the like you know late twentieth century Detroit. Yeah. 
And the, uh, the 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 record cover is a is a riff on uh, uh, some of uh, at least in Detroit a famous jazz album uh, by by uh, by a guy named Yusuf Latif. It was called hmm. Detroit. Uh, if you get a chance, look it up. Uh, and uh, hmm. so and, and, and so, so many references going over my head, Neil. I'm feeling a little undereducated, <laughs> right? <laughs> get a try on it, Tom. I guess. I guess I think that's my whole mo. Just doing like yeah. Inside jokes for people who know, because there is that always that inside. There's there, and, and to me that that's the biggest reward. Like yeah, like for example, like the Uglies that that second that second Uglies album is called So Powerful, So Beautiful. Mm. That, What's that, that reference that, to? That's a line from uh, Sounds of the Lambs from Buffalo Bills. Like, oh, no kidding. See, and, I, what, yeah, yeah. Once in a while, people yeah, people pick shit up, and, and yeah, that, that that's that's what uh, that's that's what. I guess I should know better, Neil. Right after that last episode, I gave like a, a three-minute dissertation on where the word sacrilegious came from. Yeah, you did. Yeah, <laughs> with a fucking impression too. Good lord. Yes. Anyway, Impressive. all right. So let's let's play a, let's play yeah, yeah. a new single. Yeah, this let's, has been the biggest. This has been the biggest uh, intro in the whole world. No, not really. We've done much longer intros for a song, Neil. I've heard Kiss albums. Too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, no, I mean, no, go see Hochada, right? Um, Aloha, motherfuckers, the new single. Is this actually out, or is it still to be? Uh, it, out? It's, it's it's out like it's out like digitally and stuff. The, the vinyl will be out by the by the time this airs. The vinyl will be out. Okay, excellent. Yeah, there especially we when we're at least usually like two weeks behind. So okay, yeah. uh, all right, good. Aloha, motherfuckers. Second song, cracking wise and flapping gums. 
What are you drinking? I've got uh, these Sheboygan, they're called Blood Orange Honey. Are you familiar with uh, the Bells Oberons? Yes. They're like a better Bells Oberon. Okay. And they're available year-round. Okay, that's good. That's good. So you are a um, you a craft beer guy, or you will you buy whatever's at the well, store? I don't sale? drink a lot. Drink a lot of beer. Like I can't fuck with the like 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 PBRs and stuff. They just they just they just mess me up. Like 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 I, I mean, mess me up. Not like get me drunk like bad, but like I get I wake up the next day just feeling like hell, man. Like like someone kicked me in the mind. Dude, I got a What's I, that? dude. I got a funny What's story. Give him a bad hangover. It, uh, PBR. I got a funny story about that. So uh, Tom, Tom was saying before, my I, I used to have a uh, Mexican girlfriend, and uh, we'd go over to her parents' house all the time. And her dad, uh, in, her dad in the garage had a huge fucking. It basically, it was like it was like a full size like cooler, like you'd find at a liquor store, right? And he had right. it, he had it full of beer because they had parties every weekend. In fact, in this tiny backyard, he'd have a full-on mariachi band in the backyard. It was so fucking loud. But anyway, so we had this cooler full of full, absolutely full of Mexican beer. No matter what it was, you know, we'd have it, whether it be, you know, Victoria. Um, you you name it. You name it. I mean, he was he 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 was a he was a huge tequila guy, but he also had this his his cooler was always completely stocked. But for me, Tecate? Oh, yeah, Tecate. Yeah, it's one of my favorites actually. Yeah. Yeah, I do like Tecate. Um, you know, we have Modelo. Yeah. Um, he was from Jalisco, so I think he had some Jalisco? like yeah he had some Jalisco stuff I don't remember what that was maybe it was a uh, anyway it doesn't matter anyway because so but I wouldn't drink it so I'd bring over because I drink Guinness a lot I, I so I'd bring over Guinness or I'd bring over something like that and keep that in his fridge too for some of these parties and so one time his uh, his garage got broken into and they stole all his tools because he was a he was a carpenter or something so they stole all his tools they stole all the beer from the fridge. Except for my stuff, <laughs> they they left the they left the Guinness and stuff. So I, I don't think we're I don't think we're being racist by jumping to the conclusion that some Mexicans robbed him. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so because the only stuff that was in the fridge was my fucking ale and, uh, and Guinness. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Now, so do you we... leave that, Neil? Does this make the podcast? Or is this fun? Oh, yeah, yeah, but no, he wouldn't touch that stuff either. No, he was. I just, I just, I just picture like the like him all upset drinking a Guinness from the intro to Old Town. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he. Yeah, I don't think he even needs stoop that low. I don't know, but uh, so Neil, does this does this make the podcast or is this a cutting room? Floor? No, this can go on the podcast. It's all fine. All right, yeah, it's go. all good. All right. So, <laughs> so recently, Amato, you guys added another guitar player too. We did. Um. So actually, this is a okay. This is a this. Is a, let me. So when you saw us, when you saw us at Savage Mountain. Yeah, you actually had Cole with you, my buddy, yeah, playing yeah, bass. Yeah, we had, like, Cole. We had Cole yeah. with, with us because Roman, uh, the, our bass player, the guy, excuse me, the guy who's on our record, uh, he's you know he's like uh, he's got a real he's job. Got kids, he's got job. He can't really tour. Yeah, like like Dougie and I can. So we took Cole the first time. Second tour, we had our friend Nick came came in came and filled in. After that second tour, the fall tour, he um, we decided to. Uh, it asked him to play second guitar, so we we, we were four piece with Nick, and then the spring tour, again Roman couldn't uh, couldn't uh, make that tour, so Nick went back on bass, and then we invited our friend Annie, who uh, who plays in the band Macho. That's where the, that's where the uh, oh okay okay I got gotcha, you got gotcha. you. So so Annie, Annie way ahead of us, Neil. He's way ahead of us. Yeah. So 
and he and he did the the last tour. And during that tour, we we asked her to, you know, basically asked her to like, why don't you just be in the band? And it's kind of, so so now it's and, and at that time uh, because Nick had hurt his he ruptured his his uh, Achilles tendon. He actually did the tour in a booth, and uh, and he's been kind of on the sidelines for this time for the time being. But uh, so it's basically somewhat of a floating like five piece now. Which, like whoever, uh, can, whoever can do it does it. Whoever can do it, especially when it comes to the tour. Once 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 Nick is healed up and ready, we'll, we, you know what? We'll, we'll, it'll be you know it'll be uh, you know dealt with like you know, I not dealt with them, but we'll, we'll do stuff accordingly. We might end up playing shows as a five piece. We might have you know someone sit out or tag in and out. We might I might have a bench like like and, and just a whistle on my on my. Uh, <laughs> if you get tired, just call them in. There you yeah. go. Yeah. So, you could, yeah, maybe you can learn to play this. You can learn to play the accordion and just uh, play those little right, bit of accordion. Is, we're all we're all really good friends and everything. So sure. So so, so it it doesn't even matter. Like we, you know we'll, we'll we'll do whatever it whatever it takes. And then at the at, I think at the at the root of everything there, uh, especially with this uh, this uh this project uh, this band is uh I say this project, but at this point it's no longer like no longer my project. It's like our band. I consider sure. that I consider our band. I consider that everybody equally a part of this band um, well i'll tell you what dude you're getting very diverse too if you could get like a black bass player or something like that you guys would have like the ultimate diversity band right well no we got what three, three white guys a mexican and, and, and one woman i mean it's not you know, yeah yeah i suppose but i'm telling you you could you like, could still there's still room there you can't get rid of dougie he's got to be the token white guy right well i mean he's you know i you said it not me but uh <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm just giving you a hard time no, but, but yeah, no, but yeah. That's why. But I mean, you know, like you know, it's it's. Uh, but it's I, good to have. It's good to have extra. It's good to have extra people. Whatever. Yeah, people. Yeah, just get people around. It's all people that I, you know, that I truly like. You know, love. Well, especially when Dougie's like the tour booking machine, right? Like he's like well, that's yeah, his. Yeah, he, and that's and that's just he loves it. He loves it, man. He loves it. He's he's he. You know. He yeah, that's that's his thing. He loves it. And I, I you know I. If if it was if it was if I was if if I was in that doing that trying to do that part you probably this wouldn't be happening right now you no one would give a fuck you know what i mean you just so i got you he helps you, you, know he, I mean? you it's funny right because in any band to succeed you have to have a guy who's got the vision for the music and then you have to have the guy who's a self-promoter and sometimes it's the same guy but if you don't have both within the band it's always yeah gonna be a struggle. yeah so and, all right and, and, and now and now now not with, with like with like annie we have we have somebody who's like Fucking like great art, like she does, does great oh, art. Right? Great oh, artist, okay. great artist. Like, look up, like look up. Uh, she does a. Uh, not only that, like she uh, she has a uh, she does art. Um, if you look up Annie Olala, uh, that that's her art, like her hmm. art. She makes she makes uh guitar straps. She builds pedals. She's fucking like a, like a Renaissance woman, man. Like, hmm. okay. yeah. And, so like, I'll take, and, and, and she's uh, her band Macho is fucking the shit too. Well, we're gonna play a Macho song in a second, but I want to ask you because okay, we we've had this discussion with label guys and different people. The making a seven inch thing. Neil and I both love seven inches. We both have tons of them in our collection. We love buying them. Back when we were kids, you know, you buy them three bucks off the merch table or whatever. Right. But it's come to my attention that it's really hardly viable anymore. And I know you guys are hard. You guys aren't making a living playing the band. You're you know you're playing the band because you like it and you got jobs and all that. But does it make sense to make a seven inch? I just I'm I'm just curious about it because I want to make one. I want I want to make one. And I know it's viable. Financially? Yeah. <laughs> financially, 
Hell no. That's a no. I was going to say I that's mean, a no. Can you can you break unless, in? Unless, no. unless unless you have like unless you are like a band that you know is going to sell a lot and a lot a lot. Um, to me, if if I make my money bad, because here's the other thing, like we've I've 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 put out these 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 the, the album in the seventies, like on my own, like the the yeah. uh, the, the label and I, I'm, I'm I'm making air quotes is uh is you know Russ and the Blade. Which is also the one that did Bondsman Records. So they do your Bonds. European, they do your European stuff, but you basically do it here yourself. So no, Rust and the Blade is me. We uh, we we deal with Marco. Oh, Rust and the Blade was you? I thought that, okay, I thought that was the English. Uh, no front no, no teeth. No. Is, is Marco? Marco. Oh, is, you're Rust and the. Okay, I didn't realize that. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Right, Rust and the Blade is me. Um, send demos. Send your demos to Amato. <laughs> at, uh, he's looking for some new bands. But uh, but yeah, no, like uh. And uh, no, but I mean, yeah, I mean, seven, it, seven inches. Uh, yeah, it, it's not very. Unless you, you know, sell I them mean, for like fifteen bucks or something. You, with you well, I mean, what do you what do you what do you sell? Are they ten bucks? What do you what's your what's your price on the? We're, we're we're I think this this one we're doing, at least uh, right now we're doing ten bucks, but we're also including a, a forty five adapter. Oh okay. Well, ten bucks is a new. I mean. I, I, I've kind of gotten used to the ten dollar thing. It's when they get above that, I see so many of them even fifteen bucks. I'm like, oh my gosh! Oh, look I, at that! It's a custom. It's, 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 it's a custom it's a because, because I come from that. I come from that three dollar seven inch. Book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, but yeah, you know, at the same time, everything costs more too. Everything. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, we understand. It's just hard. You know, the older you are, the lo- the further back you can remember, the harder it is. Yeah. It's a custom forty five adapter, which is pretty cool, actually. Is it up for preset right now, Neil? I haven't looked at it. It is. It is. You can get it on Bandcamp. Okay. Yep. So there you go, everybody. Rush to Bandcamp. Hell so no, man. I'm, I'm not paying shipping. I'm going to drive over to his house and pick one up. What a, scum, what a scumbag. I'll put a, ten, I'll put a ten spot in his hand. He's going to drive three hours. I think, I, think <laughs> we're, I think we're playing in Grand Rapids uh, this summer. Oh, wow. I, I'll, I I'll I come up for that. I saw that. I actually, I actually want to talk about that maybe if we get to it. What, I want to come uh, up for that. Let, let, let me know when that is. I'd like to we're, come up I, for we're that. Actually, we're playing in Chicago a couple times in the fall. Oh, you are? Where are you playing? Yeah. I believe we have a show. We have one. There's one that isn't announced yet, and then there's one at Liars Club. Oh, Liars. Okay, cool. Well, I'll, we'll, we'll it'll see. Like, it'll be like October and November. Like we're, we're gonna hit it twice in like in like uh, a short. Because one is like a one-off, and then one is like a, a part of a tour. Because we're going back on tour in uh, no, in November. Okay. Hmm. So I'll tell you but what. I'll, let, I'll let you, I'll, I'll let you guys know. I'll, I'll you know I'll let you know what. Uh, all the details, uh, you know, as I get them and everything. Sounds good. Now, for the for the record, before I forget, yes, the devious one single that I do not have. Yes, sir. It is Jarm Jarm Summer. That's, the Jarm Summers. That's the one I do not have. So I'll see if I can if I have another copy. Yeah, if you got one, dig okay, it up. Okay, one. If I, I'll just I'll just go to all the record stores that I can sign them to and see if they still yeah. have. <laughs> there you go. Or you know what? I do need to make a trip over. I I came over to see the. GB show recently, How and was it was the it was the first time I'd been in the new sanctuary. It was sold out. It was it was it was good. It was How really was good. GBH? They were good. I I, I really enjoyed How the was whole MDC? show. MDC was better than last time I saw them. They're a little long in the tooth, but they <laughs> were still pretty good. I thought. I saw them. I saw them about I oh seven or oh eight, and they fucking killed. Well, I we saw previous, them start bowling, and they seemed a late. little. Old. Yeah. 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 They, I mean, they were old then too. Yeah. They old. They've been old as long as like you know we've been around. But 
the thing with GBH, I thought they were very good. They played a little long. They played like 70 minutes. I thought they probably could have tightened it up a little bit. But the thing I'll say about... That bass player, they still got the guy who looks like Danny McBride? It's exactly the same uh, band, man. It's Apart from the drummer, the, it's, it's the, the original band. Yeah. yeah. It's like Ross. Surprise Jeff Stone, dude. Like, 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 Danny Powers. <laughs> What's well, funny? I just read the, uh, I just read that bass player's biography. I mm, just, really? I literally just finished it like a day or two ago. Ross Lomas, his name is. So it's Jock, Ross, and Colin. Yep. And then they've had a few different drummers over the years. The thing is, I really liked them, but the thing I didn't realize, because I love the City Babies record and all that, but you sit there and listen to me go, like, all the songs are pretty much the same speed. Like, every song is oh, pretty yeah, much yeah. the same. You know? Well, hey, well, consistency is the key, man. Yeah, I have tickets currently, and we'll see I if love, the show. I love QBH, man. I, I, yeah, I, 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 I would, I, I would have wanted that. The only show time I've ever seen them. My, my, my wife, I get me for, uh, was it for Christmas? Well, no, it was for my birthday or Christmas. My birthday and Christmas are pretty close together, but she got me tickets to go see David Cross that same night. Because oh, the comedian. I'm like, yeah. I never heard of him, dude. Yeah. Was that some singer songwriter BS? No, okay, I got you. Yeah, no, wasn't that a cool. guy from the seventies? Oh, that was, no, Christ- Christ- that was Christopher Cross. Sailing. <laughs> Sailing takes me away. My, my wife saw him, I think, back in the day. Arthur's theme. Yeah, exactly. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> Arthur's theme. The moon. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's crazy, but it's true. He knows the whole song. It is a good song. I, I, I like that song. That's the first DVD. It's not. It's not a good song. It's a fine song. It's a bad movie. It's a bad movie, but it's an okay song. But yeah, <laughs> about, so a fucking, about an English drunk. Yeah, it's awesome. The other thing I have tickets for currently. Is it and we'll fun? See the if, best thing to have. <laughs> we'll see if the show actually happens. But I currently have tickets for the Exploited at Smalls. Yeah. So we'll okay. see. So, I've so, never seen the, I've never seen the Exploited. I know I know they're a cartoon, but I've never seen them. And I'm getting old, and they're getting dead. So I want to see them one time. <laughs> I, always, I always I always I always gravitated more towards the GBAs and the Exploited because uh, less less white power dudes like GBAs and the Exploited at least around here. Ah, uh, yeah. It's funny, you know. Once again, I remember going to see. I, I talked about going to a show at, at Harbo's and all these. Racist skinheads around, and we. Oh, I remember getting jumped by like fucking. There was some in there was some in Grandpa's, but it wasn't like that. I mean, I was scared. I remember being scared, man. That was that was not a good scene. They were they were they were free there, man. Like yeah. Well, it's funny because reading that GBH book, they talked about it how they got into a fight with a bunch of skinheads in the yeah at Harpo's at Harpo's yeah. I didn't didn't go to it, but I remember hearing that because I, I at one point after my friend uh. My friend Steve from uh, the band Feisty Cadavers after he got killed there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, a lot of us never went back to Harpo's. This was in 1996. I think I I went in the early 2000s, I think was the last time. Yeah, that show happened in, like, uh, 99 and 2000. Okay. Well, we went, I remember we got tickets to see, and I've told the story before, so I won't belabor it, but we went, we bought back-to-back nights. Uh, DRI was playing on Friday, and Suicidal was playing on Saturday. And, you know, it was typical Harpo's. They had, like, 20 opening bands, you know. And, uh, but my friend got his glasses knocked off and went to pick him up, and this skinhead just squared off in his head and just broke his nose with his foot, just just kicked his face in, and it kind of ruined the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, that would ruin it. Well, especially when my brother and I still wanted to stay for the show, and we were half in the bag, and we're like, what are we going to do now? We don't know where the hospitals are. We're out in the middle of nowhere. But that place was notorious, Neil, yeah, especially after the guy from Feisty Get Average got carjacked and killed. And then uh, it was just—it was like you'd almost just leave your windows down, so they could just steal all your stuff. At least then your windows wouldn't get broken. 
You know, yeah, but anyway, that's a that's a rough area too. That's neither he, neither here nor there. Well, and is is where you're at is the majestic. I mean, is that safe? I could never get a feel for that neighborhood. Like, there's well, an area now down there that's kind of nice, like where Third Man is and all that. But yeah, that's it's in a general vicinity. Of yeah, Midtown. We used to be called the Cast Corridor. Yeah, depends on who you ask. They still call it the Cast Corridor. Sure, but I'm saying like right now is it, is is Midtown Detroit? It's, I mean, it's, you know, every and you know, I, I I adhere to like the I adhere to like you know. Everywhere, man, you got to watch yourself. Man. Sure. Well, you're getting out of work at three o'clock in the morning or whatever. Yeah. Some night, I yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, it, it's it's not as it's not as sketchy as it was like twenty twenty five years ago, but that doesn't mean it's not sketchy. Sure. I remember when my brother my brother in law graduated from Wayne State University. It was pretty much <laughs> still a war zone down there. But all right, what are we talking about? All right, we're talking about Norco or Chava. So you're not going to be joining me. You're not going to be joining me at Smalls for the Exploited show. Is that, <laughs> that the impression I'm getting? Probably not likely, man. Not likely. And the next that. night, the other thing that's fascinating: the next night, a totally different show. Danzig is playing the first album at the Masonic. I've not seen Danzig too many times. I don't really oh, care. I fuck, about oh, Danzig. Tom, was I clown? I clown? I clown Danzig hard, but I fucked that first album. Oh, dude! The first the first three albums are amazing. The first three albums, I'll, I'll fucking defend, dude. I'll so, are you are you going are you going to that one? Is that what I'm hearing? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought a ticket, so, dude. So I'm fascinated by the Masonic. I've never been in the Masonic, so I like have this it's a building, man. It's a cool building. Is yeah, that the, so I think is, we're is, back. Is that the place you told me was haunted? Maybe I'm confused. I think the Masonic. That's another place. Too, yeah, it might be. There's 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 rumors about being haunted. So no. It's, it's got, dude. It's got over a thousand rooms in it. It's insane. That's the place. That's the place I thought you were talking about. Okay. Well, it's it, but but so I think we're gonna do like a full Detroit weekend. We're gonna do full Detroit immersion. We're gonna do Smalls on Friday, or I'm sorry, Smalls on Wednesday. Watch the exploited. Then we're gonna go see a Tiger Matinee on Thursday afternoon, and then we're gonna go see Danzig on Thursday night. It's gonna be the let's, greatest. Let's link up. Let's link up Thursday, dude. Yeah, definitely. Especially when we don't really know where we're going. I think we're gonna stay downtown somewhere. So, but sounds good, man. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Let's anyway. I'm sorry. Let's let's talk about your band. We'll twist some cane together, dude. Yeah, there you go. Well, who's who's this macho band that he wants to play a song by? Oh, the macho. Yeah, tell us about macho. Tell us about macho. Macho is a a Detroit band. Um, like like I said, uh, Annie who plays guitar in in Norco's, she plays drums in in uh, in macho. Wow, drums Uh, and guitars. That's yeah, female friend. Like she, like I said, she's a Renaissance woman. Um, female fronted, uh, uh, just good, like just just garagey, angry, kind of a uh, kind of I uh, I hesitate to say like rag really, uh, sure. but 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 very just like just abrasive, good, good just punk rock, man. Is it like real feminist themed, or is it just kind of all over the place? Uh, it's a little all over the place. It, there's they have a little bit of that slant, but it's not it's not you know. Super over the top, where it's like because the name Macho would make you think, oh, you know, they're gonna yeah. Be- no, I mean, I, I think there is that element, but it's not, you know, it, it's, it's 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 presented in a way where it's you know where, where you, you you enjoy it, man. It's good. It's good. Bet you go on Discogs, Neil. There's 16 bands. There is. Macho. I can't. Yeah, there is. I'm just looking right now. It's impossible <laughs> there, to there, find. There, there, there was a Macho record on Record Store Day that I never got. But Randy Savage. But, uh, oh yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because Norco C or Chava has to be the one band. Like nobody's nobody else has that band name. That's like the one band name you have that'll never get confused, right? I'm hoping so. <laughs> oh, they're, they're, 
it's funny because there is a there was a devious one rapper. Oh, is that right? There is one out there that was. I don't was know he, he was he popular? Fuck no. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, should we listen to this song then? This macho yeah, let's song. See, what's what's this? What's the song? Uh, the song's called "Lifelong Garbage." There's actually a uh, a, a a comp that uh, a local comp that just came out. Um, uh, this guy it was actually a long time Detroit punk. Uh, this guy named Lacey was in like uh, Son of Sam and uh, Hillside Stranglers, Detroit Four Four Two. He put out this comp of uh, all. Uh, he's like a dude. Like he's like he's been around since the seventies. But uh, and like actually, I saw him beat up Leaving. But uh, yeah. nice. Uh, it wouldn't be that hard now, but back in the day, oh, no, it was this impressive. Is, this is that, but uh, but uh, he just put out, he just put out a he just put out a comp of all uh, all uh, all uh, female female fronted uh, um, Detroit oh. punk bands, which there's quite a few. There's quite a few, which is actually really refreshing and cool cool to see, uh, mm. especially coming from like you know like you know some of my age, who yeah, up, you know around a bunch of like you know shirtless just white dudes, yeah. yeah, so. It's, and then actually the record the record is called Lifelong Garbage but yeah he, it just came out it'll probably avail, be available in the next week or two like on, like on Bandcamp or whatever they have excellent yeah. I have to say they have excellent artwork I'm looking at their stuff on Bandcamp oh, and, that, and that, that's, that's all Annie yeah she's excellent it's like yeah. it's like old bird themed for some reason but yep. like these cool looking like Sketches. Oh, don't tell or Richard. He loves no. all that bird. He loves. love birds. No, this is very different birds. though. It's it's not cartoony at all. It, it's very like huh. um, realistic uh, sketch work, black and white sketch work. It's really really good actually. Huh. Yeah. Well, let's check out the song. Let's yep. see what we think. So this is Macho with uh, from Detroit with lifelong garbage. That was Macho from Detroit with lifelong see, see now, garbage. Now you see why I only I am got in the habit of only telling people to pick out like four songs of Mono because we yeah, always we just add them. We always <laughs> end up adding a couple fair, songs. Fair, fair. Yeah. So 
Okay, I'll I tell you. I could go on all day, man, and I could go on like a I, 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 let's let's talk about where people can find you. Let's do let's do that before we before we get off onto a different tangent. So it's it, you got Bandcamp, you got Facebook. Where where are you on everything, social media wise, and all that? And fa- uh, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, um, Bandcamp. Uh, I don't know what other like what other avenues like Dougie Dougie might have us on. Is Dougie like your social media guy, or you do that yourself? We kind of split it, man. Like I think I, I I've got I think I got the reins on the Instagram, which probably is not because I'm not the best at that kind of stuff. So it hasn't been updated for like three weeks. Ah, uh, it was updated. This it's, like, it's like hours. Ah, there you go. <laughs> well, that's I say Neil and I kind of share the Facebook, but I I never look at Instagram. Yeah, I yeah. Never, yeah. Doug, Doug, Dougie and I share the Facebook, and and I think Dougie's more on top of that kind of stuff than I am. Yeah. And you know, and and and, and like you know, like you you were saying, like he's a He's a mover shaker guy. He's a promoter. You know? He's self promoter. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's promote. Yeah, he's and and and, this, and and that's good, man. I mean, you know, it helps. You know, it helps. It helps. If if we go on Bandcamp and order a copy of the record, do you you ship it or does he ship it? I send it. Yeah, I ship. Okay. It. I ship it. So, yeah. Well, and I gotta say too, I I think I thanked you before on the podcast, but I. I had uh, I had actually bought the record from you last year when you were on your tour, but it had like a real floppy, like almost like a yeah, Kinko, because, because, because cover. You know, the the the, the uh, jacket printer people dropped the ball. Like, ah, that was what it was. Okay, it was, sort of whole, it was a whole thing, man. It was a whole to do, the whole thing. And lo and behold, man, we get back in town and those things are there. Ah, so yeah. anyway, yeah, he sent me a new jacket, the the jacket, and I still have like the collectible jacket. So maybe it's I don't know. I have a rare hand numbered one, but I still have a decent jacket on it. So there you go. It's all good. And he sent me a Bill Bonds, which I had a couple over the years. I had a seven inch and a couple things. So that so. that record, that 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 album, like it came out right around the time we were like winding down. Like I don't want to say breaking up, but winding down. So you got a pile of them sitting there because you didn't play any shows That's after that, basically. And I'm actually sitting on a whole. Reach out, reach out to Amato. He'll send in. Uh, have him send you a Bill Bonds. Or is that on your Bandcamp too? There's a Bill Bonds in Bandcamp. Okay. If you if you if you order a Norco's record, I'll I'll send you one out of uh. Ah, there you go. Uh, yeah. Out of sympathy, but well, I'll tell you no, what. But, I, but, but, but really I need to get to Detroit. I need to get to Detroit more often. I kind of miss going to Detroit, and part of the reason I've been, I, you know, I have Neil in Chicago, so I go. We go to a ton of shows in Chicago, so I go up to see him a lot. And I kind of, going, like I said, I got those. I got those. Uh, Two shows, but I'm going. I'm going out there. Uh, I'm really uh, like uh, my wife and I love that band. Uh, this is actually I meant, I meant to mention them during that soft kill, uh, the soft kill whole thing. Like uh, I'm soft kill. I mean, I'm going to go see soft kill out there. Mm. But it was the same weekend that we're playing at like like one of the shows. Mm. So, so tell tell me something. As a guy who books shows, and you know, even if you don't book the bigger rooms, you have some idea what's going on. I mean, have the crowds come back in Detroit, or do you feel like it's still not? Is it you know is it is it pre pandemic levels or not? Ab ebb and flows, man. It's weird because it like this whole little microcosm that we're in. It's always like, you know, unless it's a huge ass band, it's yeah. you know it's it's hard to gauge. Like you know, there's never any consistent, consistent you know amount of people come through for shows mm. unless it's like you know like a like I said like a big band. Like I went and saw Descendants uh, last week. And it was you know huge. That was packed, right? It was like yeah, I was at the Fillmore. So. Yeah, well, I was gonna. I, I actually had a conflict. That's why I ended up going to Milwaukee to see it. I was originally planning to go to the Fillmore, but I couldn't make it work. So, I love the Fillmore too. Great venue for a for a bigger venue. It was cool. Like, it was uh, I was uh, them. It was Circle Jerks and the Adolescents. Yep. Yep. Same. Same. First time I saw the Adolescents. I never got same, to see. 
same bill. That was the same bill in Milwaukee. I had actually seen the adolescents one time before, but it was sort of shameful because I actually saw them at the Warp Tour in Detroit. Remember the second last year they did the Warp Tour? They did like the old man stage, and the adolescents played. Suicide Machines where, were on there. Municipal where, where, where was that? Where was that one at? Oh, uh, that was was that at? Oh God! The only reason I asked is because uh, I went I, to the last I, two. And I'm trying to remember where they were. Was it? That might have been still at the Pat. No, was it the Palace? America or? No, no, no. It, it was either at the Palace or. Okay, it was at the Palace. I wasn't there because I worked. I worked because I worked for years. I did. I did local stage crew for them. Okay, it wasn't in the city. It wasn't in the city. It was okay, in the. So, it was in the Northern Burbs. Yeah. So I because there's a, a whole group of us that would work like my buddy one. Uh, my buddy Jeff. Uh, Jeff. Uh, Jeff Ganell. Jeff. Uh, Jeff was in the. Jeff was in that band called his life. He, uh, oh, there's a scary uh, band, you know. He would, he would, uh, he, seriously, uh, dude. They, the shows are murder. He, uh, he, you know, he's one, one of my best friends, like, from, like, since I was a kid. But he would hook us up, like, he'd get us, get us jobs, like, doing, uh, like, like local stage building and stuff for, for, mm. and, uh, I, I, yeah, like I said, I went to the last two. I'm trying to remember where they were. I went, it's funny, I went to the first two when I was a kid, and then right. I went to the last two with my kid. Ah. But I wrote about. I was I was still doing the punk news thing at that point, so I wrote. I actually got got it for free and all that, so it was cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It, it, well, the only thing I was gonna say about the GBH show, dude. I gotta say, and you just reminded me with the coldest life thing. Detroit's got the most violent pits I've ever seen, yo. It's unbelievable. That GBH pit, you couldn't have paid me enough to get in there. Hmm. The average guy in there was bigger than I am. So the, and they're old, of course. So they get tucked out after like five minutes, and then some three hundred pound gorilla will go in there and start throwing people around and start all over again. I'm like, there is no way. Do you, I mean, you you, you agree, Amon? I mean, because I remember seeing you Cold's know, life. You know, I, I remember seeing Cold's life upstairs at the Magic Stick during one of the Black Christmases, and I'm like, this is the most violent pit I've ever seen. Maybe other than Negative Approach when they played there a couple times. This is uh, th- yeah. You know what? This is uh. This was that was the way that back then too. Like that was uh, yeah, just it was th- that 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 same thing. Um, yeah, you're right, man. You know it's funny, y'all. We I was uh, I just I just was at, I went to a barbecue. Uh, Jeff 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 had a barbecue over the weekend, and I went over there and I was talking to a, a couple people, and uh, this guy this guy that I met there that actually he had hooked me up and got me on a show. There was a there was a hardcore festival. Uh, uh, early uh, early June called Tied Down. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yep, yep. yep. Had trapped and, under ice, and I'm trying to remember what else was there. Gorilla Biscuits played. I went. Gorilla to- Biscuits, okay. And they were talking about we they, we, we they were talking about the show. They're talking about like it was because I, I I I took it all in as like being like someone who's kind of around that scene but never really into sure. it. And and I remember all the fucking old violent news, and I remember all the yeah. old violent scenarios and everything. And all the shitty vibes and everything, and but I was there. I was like, dude, this is like like all these guys are like, this is pretty cool. Like, you know, everyone's fucking pretty nice, pretty cool vibes and shit. But that pit was fucking nuts. <laughs> as soon as the band came out, they murdered each people other. People yeah. beating each other up, and it was hearing stories about people getting knocked out and getting up. Oh, dude! And, 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 and the first thing they say is like, how did it look up there? Like, like, like jumping off stage and like. Getting, getting their fucking bell rung and everything and people breaking their noses and shit coming back <laughs> today it was like holy fuck it looks like, like a civil war it looks like a civil war battlefield Neil. People seriously just it's like bandaged up. Village, 
fucking like you know <laughs> or something like just like battles and shit. Well, and I used to go to those, you know, like like at the Har- at Harbles or whatever. And yeah, now looking back, I'm like, you're. Ins- I was insane. I, I was. I was a. <laughs> Eight pounds later, a hundred pounds later than I am now, too. And they're doing, they're doing, they're like, Coldest Life is doing a big reunion show in uh, October. Yeah, I saw, I saw that. It's funny those, because Coldest Life is, I don't know who's all in the band anymore, but it's not really like I don't know if any of like the original guys are in the band anymore. Jeff, but Jeff, Jeff, is Jeff, I think Jeff. Well, I know Jeff is in. Is Jeff. he? Was he an original with like when yeah. that Rain or Ron yeah. or whatever was in the band? Okay, Ron Beauty, yeah, Jeff was Jeff. So is Jeff, it the same? The, is he the singer with the tattooed head? Jeff, no, that's that guy's a lot later. Okay, Jeff was the guy scary too. Like, I'm scared all. When they when they came back after after Ron died, after Ron died, they 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 were they went away for a while. And they came back. This was like the like mid late nineties run was Jeff Jeff at the helm. So it was, it was okay. basically the, the 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 whole band without Jeff. Oh, without without Ron, I'm sorry. Without because it's interesting because like the, the the what the original lineup never really recorded other, anything other than demos, right? They never all the albums. Like, like, there's a lineup. label. There's a label that put out a bunch of their stuff on vinyl. Like, I saw that, like Born yeah. to Land Hard, but it's it's so well, expensive. That, that's 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 like the Jeff lineup. The, the, okay. the, the Ron stuff. There's there, there's an album of the Ron of the Ron Beauty stuff. I have like a CD uh, of a of their of that stuff all compiled that I bought. Yeah, that, I that, that. C, that CD is on vinyl now. Okay, that's cool. Anyway, yeah, Detroit, man. It's funny. I remember talking. I interviewed Jay Navarro actually for yeah, New he Noise. Was, he was he was in Coldest Life. Yeah, he was in Coldest Life for a while. Well, I interviewed him for New York, New Noise years ago, and he was talking about how they got into playing ska. And he's like, the scene was so violent here, and I mean, I just it wasn't as bad in Grand Rapids. He's like, ska was just like upbeat music, and I'm like, man, if I grew up over there, I'd probably would have got into ska too because it was so freaking rough, as opposed to a little more. Uh, safer environment over here. I mean, our punks clubs were still bad neighborhoods, and it was still dangerous, but it wasn't like it was there. Our, we were getting beat up. We weren't getting murdered, you know. Yeah, totally. Well, anyway, listen. All right, we need to. We need to. Everybody needs to listen to Norco Orchada Was as was my top ten last year. Definitely, I love the album. I haven't heard the single yet. Um, what about this last song? There must be some kind of story behind this, right? Or is it just like you're... I just, I just threw. I, I wanted to just throw in a, a band that, like, that, 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 that was I'm friends with and has done a lot. You know, where are they? Where are they out of? I know their name. They're on. Say again. Minneapolis. Okay, they're Rad Girlfriend band. Rad Girlfriend, yeah, it's uh, Jesse uh, Jesse Thorson. Uh, oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, he's he got a bunch of other bands. He's like uh, like six. Yeah, um, and 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 his and and, and that lineup has always had like a fucking. Who's who of, of people like over the years? Like, uh, I think that I think that that the, the like that the album that that song is on, uh, it's got like you know like Patty from like D four and like okay. uh, like Mikey Erg and like just a bunch of this you know just a bunch of like Minneapolis people. But he's like a dude like like I've 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 been playing shows with with the slow death like for like since the Bondsman like Bondsman the first time we played in Minneapolis we played with slow death with mm. like slow death off with their heads. Devious once played with them. Um, Norcos has played with them a bunch of times. I brought actually no, um, we brought them here. Like it was like a second or third show. We they played with us in Detroit. Mm. We played out there with uh, one of his other offshoots. He's one of those guys who's got like all sorts of offshoot bands. But he's such a good like just songwriter. Like like just fucking just great. Everything just great. Like just throw your beer in the air, pump your fists and stuff kind of stuff. Hey, you know who <laughs> else? Uh, Tom, uh, Josh Goldman. Uh, played some slow death stuff for us. Yeah, I know. On the show. I know they're his buddies. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's played. He's played a couple songs. I well, think by the slow death. 
Yeah, I'll tell you what. Can we? Oh, okay, so if, I think we're probably wrapping it up. Unless you got some words of wisdom, Amato, I'm I'm, ha- I'm happy to listen. I don't know, man. I mean, that's too much. Nobody <laughs> putting ever putting you on the spot. Words, 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 words I'm good with, like wisdom, I'm not. There you go. Well, listen, man. It was really nice catching up with you, and uh, like I said, I haven't been, I haven't been coming to Detroit very much, just because. Well, Detroit's getting skipped to a lot of tours, so I, I just I I've been going to Chicago a lot more, but I I forgot how much I love going to Detroit, and I, w- I am going to try any, to make an any, effort. Any you know, time you come talking. to Detroit, just just let me know, man. Yeah, definitely. I, even you know, if I'm working, like you know, like over there, well, come, it, it, come see me. I'll you know get you some couple couple slices, get you a bowling lane, whatever. Well, I'll tell you what, like or I said, I I am I'm all about. You know, when I buy records, I'll drive three hours to buy a record from a guy's hand, and people always laugh at me. But I, I'm like, I just rather, I'd rather do that than have you. I, 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 I uh, okay. Uh, this past record store day, I avoided record stores. I was like, fuck this shit, fuck record store day. <laughs> I, I get that Randy Savage record, like, you know, none of these, none of these, none of these fucking Herberts are gonna have it, and then, like some, some, some assholes already got it, right? Now you so, regret. So. So I'm, I'm like just gonna go go. I I, I went to uh with my with, with my wife and my son. We went to, we went, went and watched our, our our friends, others our friend's son, little kid, play soccer. And I'm looking, I'm scrolling through like social media with my other friends. They were doing some random record fair the same day, at at a at some bar, and there and he did one of those things where the video was flipping through what he had. I just saw it. And he had a copy of like a uh, another band. Super fond of uh, the Jesus and Mary chain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's automatic, like original vinyl. Mm. Shit, I'm like, hey, what time is this game at? She's like, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes. I'm like, all right, cool, Ramon, let's go. But like, so, so we ended up going to the bar. We have waiting like two hours for this guy to catch the show. This cat show up so I could buy this record. My wife's asking, like, texting me, he's like, when are you coming back? I'm like, when this record comes? Like, like, like I thought I was gonna come home to a fucking like, 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 like a fucking like the warpath, but. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'd almost rather go like like when I have to buy tickets or something. I'll make a day trip over to Detroit. I'd rather spend forty bucks on gas than forty bucks on ticket fees. Straight you know what I mean? That's and just buy them for the bar or whatever. I drove, I drove to uh, I drove I, I drove to Masonic about my dancing tickets in person. There you go. Yeah, I, I know that the 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 box off there's a box office that sells those tickets in in Royal Oak too. So I might just go to I might cheap out and go to Royal Oak. So we'll see, we'll see. But anyway. Anyway, yeah, dude, it's good to catch up, and I'll tell you what, Neil, so we're going to play this Slow Death song, right? Right. And I know we've already played this song before, but I want to throw it out on the end anyway, because I do think it is kind of the definitive Norco C.R. Chavez song, and I, I want to remind people how damn good this song is. It's like, it was my jam last summer. Like, people always talk about, oh, it's my, this is my summer jam. I'm like, screw your summer jam. You should listen to this song. This is, this is Chords Against Humanity. Now, this is a this is your summer jam. Forget Lady Gaga or whatever garbage you're listening to. Listen to this. So. <laughs> So let's put these two songs back to back, and we'll say we'll say goodnight. And, so Christopher uh, Cross sailing it is okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the slow death. What's the song? What's I know it's crazy. a quick one to get straight. Yeah. A quick one to get straight. <laughs> and then this is Norcos y Orchada, uh Chords Against Humanity. And thanks so much, Amato. Take it easy, man. We'll talk Thank to you, you so soon. Much, man. Yeah. Thanks, cheers, man. man. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Mate. Nice to meet you, Neil. Yep. Cheers. Uh, yeah. Uh, keep a little mark in your heart. Stay free. We'll see you later. See you later. Bye-bye.
say, I don't really care what you 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 say. Sanity. I'm strumming chords against humanity. Well, it's the only thing that's keeping up my sanity. I'm strumming chords against humanity. Well, it's the only thing that's keeping up my sanity. I'm strumming chords against humanity. Well, it's the only thing that's keeping up my sanity. I'm strumming chords against humanity. Well, it's the only thing that's keeping up my sanity. I'm strumming chords against humanity. Well, it's the only thing that's keeping up my sanity. I'm strumming chords. Okay, that brings us to the end of another show. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember, keep a little mark in your heart, and we'll be back the same mark time, same mark channel. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Ah, ha, ha.
Ever get the feeling you've been cheated? Good night. What a fucking rotter. What a load of old shit. Thank you, fuck you, bye, boom. Okay.